0: Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in.
0: Hello and welcome back to signal of doom for 2023 I'm Dave I'm here with the main man Rich Rich how are you going
2: uh not too bad you know uh early in the year so it's yep. still good <laughs> that's it man still, and I'm we've had a, for nothing to go wrong we've
0: had a we've had a nice break nice rest I'm rested I've had the I've had the masseuses working the calves the back I'm charging in bowling my slow medium Rich hitting the top of off.
2: Well, more, more slow these days than medium.
0: Whoa, and you had a celebrity <laughs> encounter. You had a celebrity encounter. Brett Lee, one of the premier fast bowlers of the Australian team in the 2000s. Rich did not shake his hand. And, uh, Rich, I have to say I'm critical of that move. You could have even invited him on the show. You just said, we've got to show signal to Dave's a huge cricket fan. He loves your work. Come on, Brett. Come on, Binger. Nah, I'm good. Wow way, what a missed opportunity that was. Why can't I ever see people like that? You know what I mean? Like why can't I bump into Bradley? It's not fair. Probably I
2: don't know. Maybe you maybe you're too you're too focused inwards. <laughs> I'm always to... very aware of what's going on around me when I when I walk around and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Well you
0: know, um, yeah, well, that's great news. And, and so we, you saw being uh, that's fantastic. How was your Christmas and new years, Rich? Uh, cause we haven't had a show since then, great. have we? I
2: actually, I actually yeah. got sick right oh. after, um, right after Christmas, actually. Uh, not, not the COVID still, not still, COVID. still zero for, uh, however many chances I've had for that. I'm still mm. clean, mm. but, uh, just, yeah, picked up a bad stomach bug and, um, Oh, that's uh, right.
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the... you were saying, yeah. You were sick for a few days, weren't you? Mm,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately you get these unclean people that come into the shops on, on uh, Boxing Day, sadly. Exactly. <laughs> and they give you the end of the year present. It's
0: not actually like you. not like the main man to fall sick. I, I Actually, that's the first time I can remember you falling sick in ages. I'm the one who gets yeah. the sniffles and the fevers. Oh, the... How many times have I said I've got AIDS, I've got you know, this, I've got blood cancer, I've got all sorts of... Multiple sclerosis, remember there was that scare that I had? You know? Jesus.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, the thing is, it was a a long day. I mean, it was, you know, it's a big day of Christmas. You're out, you eat a lot, you're drinking, so... And then, unfortunately, I had to, you know, I had to work a long... Drugs? On boxing day, drugs as well? Was it drugs? Eight or six.
0: Were you sharing needles or uh, something? Was that kind of shit going, going down?
2: I don't think you get stomach bugs from that, Dave. I think you get <laughs> other things from that. <laughs> I think you get a lot of things from that,
0: man. I, I would say stomach bugs is just one of many things you would get from that kind of behaviour. But you're not a drug guy, so it wasn't drugs with you, man. I'm pretty confident. You know, you've never struck No, me, I'm
2: pretty clean. My body's a temple.
0: Yeah, that's it, man. Big South African temple. And, um, but yeah, someone polluted the system. So outside of that, Rich, I'm actually wearing, uh, was your present to me the flash t-shirt a Christmas present?
2: Yes, I got you. What did I get you? The flash t-shirt and a, um, Nightwolf. A Mortal Kombat Nightwolf um, figure.
0: Wow, wait, man! You put, you know what? You're kind of who I wish I could be. You put thought into your present. You know what people want. I never know. I have to say, what do you want, Richard? And you say I want this, <laughs> and I go, okay, Richard, no problems. But like, you've got that insight. I don't have that insight with people. I'm I never you, know.
2: Dave. I'm just, I'm aware of things. It's something <laughs> I always say to my girlfriend, which is like. Oh, I only said that once. I'm like, yeah, because I'm aware. I pay attention. I listen to you. Mind <laughs> you, I've said I like, I
0: love Nightwolf more than once. I've probably said it 20 times on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you are also becoming far more of a Flash fan these days. That's so. true.
0: No, no, very, very true. Yeah, yeah. But no, great gifts, man. I'm loving the Flash. Uh, and in fact, this episode, we're doing the 300th episode of the original Flash comic with um mm. uh, by Kerry Bates. And uh, Carmine Infantino on art duties, actually, the uh, all-time famous, one of the most famous DC artists, yeah? Carmine Infantino mm-hmm. of the like, Silver Age and, I guess, Bronze Age as well, but mostly Silver.
2: Um, well, yeah, I mean, he made a big name for himself in the Silver Age. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to check one thing. Hold on one second, Rich. Let, let me see. Tell me if you can still hear me.
2: Yes, I can say Okay, you. fantastic, great.
0: Um, yeah, well, that was just a, a brief glitch in play. Uh, brief glitch in the Matrix for those listening at home. I had someone say to me the other day, the Matrix is real, uh, just and you better pray it doesn't come after you or something. And I was like, man, that was on Twitter I saw that come out.
2: Okay. I had a friend... My um, response to this, okay, psycho.
0: I had a friend who like, has put forward this really cool idea to me. It, like, I'm not a flat earther, but she was saying that, like, it's a flat earth and then there are ice walls around the earth and then there are other lands beyond that, like, potentially heavens and stuff. And I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. If you were pretty blazed, I could see my mind going down that avenue, you know? If you'd had a... If you'd been smoking the wacky tobacco and someone put those ideas out there, I'd be kind of loving it, you know? Okie dokie. I used to uh, fantasise that the world was like all water and we were swimming in water, like Aquaman style. You know? I remember that. One of the last times I got stoned, I was convinced that we were like in water, like the air, but it was water. And I I was just like, (laughs) I was pretty stoned. (laughs) That was one of the last times I got stoned. And I remember thinking, man, it's like, we're like Aquaman just floating around. And I was, like, thinking it was, like, really deep, whatever I was thinking. Like, you know, like, I was really kind of, like, in tune with the moment. Um, but those moments are transitory, Rich. You know what I'm saying? Those insights. No,
2: indeed. No, indeed.
0: Those insights, man. They come in strong. And then they collapse. Uh, now, uh, there was going to be an Avatar review, but I haven't seen it yet. Although, Michelle and I will see it. I did look at the box office. Um, it's travelling well. Uh, it's 1.7... Almost 1.75 7, 1. billion, basically, it's on at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? Like, I haven't seen it yet, and I I want to see it. Uh, it proves, again, James Cameron, um, his movies have legs. Like, this movie has been cranking away for weeks now, and, uh, yeah, big, uh, over 1.2 million... Internationally, five hundred and twenty-five million. The domestic U.S. box office. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, I would think it probably will cross cross two billion. Um, What do you say, Rich? I mean, there were lots of doubters saying that Avatar would just bomb. It certainly isn't a bomb. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'm keen to see it. People have. uh, Dion's seen it three times. He really enjoys it. Uh, He 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 thought it was a like he with when I say really enjoys it. He said it's a good action film. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good action kind of video game style film. Um, He wasn't saying it's like, you know, fucking mean streets or something. But, yeah, it was interesting. Um, What's your reaction, Rich? Because I think you were a bit of a doubter, weren't you?
2: Uh, Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I mean, i will be interesting to see because, I mean, what he's planned, another seven of these things, I I guarantee there'll be diminishing returns um, Mm. as we go. Because, I mean... I can see the first one doing well money-wise just because, you know, it's, it's a big thing, but let's see, you know, by the next one, if people kind of like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, fair enough. I just watched that avatar one. It was okay.
0: Well, this is avatar two.
2: No, I'm saying this one, Mm. but let's say avatar three comes out. Let's see how many people from this will Mm. go and go like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's go avatar three. Yeah. What's the drop off like? It think. could be that like, because there's such a big gap between the two avatars mm. that people are like, oh, yeah, Avatar, I remember that. Let's go watch it. And, yeah, it's raking in. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's popular, like people are enjoying it. I mean, again, I, I always use this as an example, but the mm. Transformers movies make fucking billions of dollars, millions mm. of dollars, but people always say they hate them. So,
0: Yeah, well, this, the know. Transformers movies made – Tons and tons and tons. They only stopped doing them when the last one barely broke even, but that was after they'd already, you know, accumulated billions of dollars. I don't know. James Cameron really, uh, he's a genius, um, and it, it, it is always, he's a fascinating movie maker. It's now the seventh highest grossing movie of all time. Mm. Um, he said I last knew, week... I the mo-
2: wish he had done something different, though, because he's mm. kind of not been known to be the sequel guy. No. Like, if you look at his career, he's never really... Mm. You know what I mean? Especially as a director, as a creator of a project, he's never really done sequels. Like, mm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he sure. made one. Um, actually, no wait, That's a lie.
0: He made Terminator 2 Judgment Day and... Um,
2: no, I know he did yeah. one and two, but I think that's the Aliens? only time he's done a sequel. Aliens? Well, he didn't do the first one.
0: No, but it was a sequel technically. No, but I mean
2: he did he doesn't of like the stuff that Oh, I see what you're saying. His own
0: think. stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, you know what I mean like uh, But he didn't do true
0: lies, or or lies 2 for example yeah, or
2: but, like, whatever. except for Terminator and now this. It's not like he's a he's known for like making sequels or making Well, franchises. I think
0: with this he invested so much money into that first one with technology and probably built so much of the, you know, graphics and whatever like it's mm, yeah. it's I I do believe that from what I've read, each one now will be so much cheaper to make because he's invested so much into this second one that he, he apparently he's got three pretty much finished. Uh, and I think he said here, if the movie performed well enough, he said he would make the planned third, fourth, and fifth Avatar movies. Um, I know what I'm going to do in the next six or seven years. The point is we're going to be okay because this didn't bomb. So he pretty much said before it came out, if the movie did bomb... He would only do the third one, and that would be it. Um, but now that it's gonna cross two billion, he's like, "Yeah, we're fine. Like we've got enough stuff that you know." I, I believe three is pretty much done. Oh well, yeah.
2: All, all, all. Good luck to him. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, am look uh, at the end of the day. Uh, finance aside, um, financial implications aside, I'm just interested to see it. You know, and I'm, and I definitely will come back with my. Uh, you know, ranking and stuff. But I do know Dion uh, has seen it, and he, he very much enjoyed it. Uh, now, Rich, I you often accuse me of playing the same game. Now, I am deep in The Witcher 3. They did the remaster remake. It's fantastic. I've gone past the point... I, I got on the PS5. I've gone past the point I was on the um, Xbox. Now, Rich, is this... Uh, to me, this is one yes, of these games. The
2: same game, Dave.
0: Well... It is more complicated, though. There's much more of a no, backstory in the world. it's the
2: same game. Mm. It's a big open world, markers on the map. There's lots of markers. Side quests and the main story. It's the same game.
0: Yeah, but I tell you what, I'm it loving
2: it. Be, it's better. It's certainly <laughs> a better game than the Ubisoft games, but it's still the same type of game.
0: I tell you what, I'm loving these markers. Just that made my life just so much easier, where they're like, go here, put your Witcher sense on, do a sweep. It, it, it it's gaming design for me, like you know, and I'm a master of Gwent. I am so into the card game. I have built up such. I I am I am I am ready. I could play Gwent professionally. I swear to God, <laughs> I, I I am so good at it. And I have built yeah. up a deck. I go, bu-
2: go look at actual like players, and you might change your mind.
0: What do you mean by that?
2: Like go and watch like actual games of like um, Gwent because I believe there is a Gwent game. Okay. That's just Gwent, and just just see how those people play the cards and how they decimate each other, and then then decide if you if you're if you're that level.
0: I'm pretty good. Well, I'm getting ready to play the high stakes uh, scenario in the game, the, the big yeah, high, the you're high roller. Yeah, computer, Dave. That's
2: yeah. kind of there to let you kind of win. Well,
0: you know, confident <laughs> confident words from you, but all I can tell you is, man, I am I am a keen Gwent player. I, I I grind people down for cash in the game all the time, you know. I want to turn around a quick profit, I, I stick around and play Gwen for, like, sometimes 45 minutes.
2: Yeah, that, and that's that's good, Dave. That's good. Yeah. It's good that you can beat the bots. I'm just saying, <laughs> you might want to check yourself before you go and actually, like, think you're going to do well against live other
0: players. <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
0: <laughs> Are you saying um, there's a bit of ego that I'm, I'm talking through, Rich? You, know
2: you think? Um, No, I'm just saying there could be a bit of false confidence? <laughs> Possibly? I don't know. I haven't seen your Gwen game. I'm just saying, oh, you might good. want to look into it before you... Yeah, well... you tell, claim how good you are. I
0: tell you what though, Witcher 3 is a fucking great game, man. Like, it is like being in the middle of a fantasy novel, dude. Like, my guy's rolling around. You know, I'm I'm just cutting loose. I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere on this continent. And, you know, I've got my horse, my trusty horse companion, and I'm just roving, dude, doing these side missions, man. You know, like... It's it's like a game has been designed just for me. You know how much I love a side mission, Rich. Mm. And where are you on it, man? Are you going to check this shit out? Because it, no, God, no. Why? It, why? I don't know. Why?
2: Why? Just because I, I, it's got no, market? Just in The Witcher. Why? In Witcher, I think, is just pretty derivative and stale and generic.
0: <laughs> what do you think, the guy? He, the, you mean yeah, God, yeah.
2: like Well, well just the, the franchise in general, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, um, <laughs> Gerald is just like your typical, like almost stereotypical, like, hey, I'm Geralt, I talk like this because I'm the main character and I'm badass. Just yeah, like
0: he doesn't, like, uh, he doesn't have so much generic. of personality.
2: He's so generic.
0: He reminds me of uh, GTA 4, one of my greatest guys ever, Nico Bellic. Um he just he's a roller man. He just rolls around and does shit. Like he doesn't have like a deep personality. Why would you want him to have that? Doesn't need to. He's he's there to do the missions, man. I love him for that. He's just a machine. Yeah, but
2: then then don't give him any character whatsoever and let you be the character.
0: Well you do. You've got to choose all the dialogue options and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, but
2: again, yeah, it's pre set kind of dialogues in in a way. It's it's very sort of binary stuff. It's not like you yeah, get good. to really so like you really get to create the story and the character and and all that sort of stuff. It's it's you've maybe got a little bit of control but you're kind of playing in a preset. Um
0: So what? That's every game ever. What game isn't preset? Like what? You're just walking around and just can do anything.
2: Well, yeah, I mean lots of games were like that. I mean, if really? you look at stuff like uh, all the Elder Scrolls games and all that sort of stuff, they they were a little bit more open-ended. Like, yeah, they had like your main story, but I mean there was just... Your, your in, in those games, they didn't even faction. talk. They could join that faction. Yeah, oh, but yeah. You, when you still spoke, it's just said your character didn't say the lines, you still chose the dialogue.
0: Yeah, but I see. The so.
2: dialogue options were massive. You could you could play the game as a dumb fuck. You could play the game as a charming character. You could play the game as, like, an ugly character. You know what I mean? Like, mm. a strong guy, a weak guy. Mm. Like and, and that affected how characters spoke to you, how they looked at you. Like... Mm. What I'm saying is that the, the Witcher looks pretty and all that, and and it, it's graphically, it's stunning, but it's still very surface level stuff. It's not, it's not a, like deep like RPG. But again, it's because it's a set character. There isn't too much you can Dude, do. Dude, it feels
0: pretty deep. You've got to, you don't know all the details of the Witcher. When you go up levels, man, you've got to allocate your abilities, and you can be, create a build of the character, and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Like what? Dave, different can I make
2: be? Geralt a dumb fuck? Dumb. Who goes uh, me and Geralt, me not know what I'm doing. No. Can I make him like that? No, no, then it's not deep. I'm sorry. It's, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you can... T- you play the Fallout games, go go, go! play like the early Fallout games, and you can literally make your character a dumb <laughs> fuck who doesn't understand anything. Okay. But that's totally different to this game. Like, Jesus Christ, you're so stupid. I cannot explain it to you because you're so dumb and you won't understand it. Like, that's my point. That's a deep role-playing game. This is a light... Role-playing game, which is wow. fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't. One, I don't care about him as a character. I just find him very boring and generic as a character.
0: Wow, big, big comments from Rich. I mean, I, I would agree. The world is deep. Yeah, Geralt is. I mean, you sort of forget that he's there. He just rolls around like, you know, he's he's a roller man. That's what he, that's what his job is to do. To get. I from do the think animation. more
2: people are probably in love with the world of the Witcher than.
0: Yeah, the world of The Witcher is the... As much. The world of The Witcher, the backstory, and, and, like, the design of it all, that's all the cool shit, man. Geralt is pretty... He's like a blank canvas kind of thing. He's just kind of... He reminds me of Nico Bellic. You know, he's just kind yeah, of... Yeah,
2: but, it, but, but again, it's a blank canvas that you don't have... It's kind of like playing Master Chief in a way, right? Which is fine. but it just. But Master Chief isn't a role-playing game. Mm. Like, he's Master Chief. He's fucking, you know, bang, bang, shooty, shooty. And he doesn't talk much. That's fine. That but when you're playing a character with dialogue and all that and as I said it, it's just to me it's just surface level. I feel like um either just like let me just watch the cutscene, if 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 my dialogue doesn't really matter and
0: But there are there are bits well, and it matters
2: a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, there's shit you yeah, can, can, can do. Of, but that's what I say, it's light. It's RPG light. Okay
0: wow amen so critical dude like jesus like i don't know what you're expecting like they've created this massive world and by the way there are lots of things that you can do like different endings to different quests there are you can kind of fuck it up you can you know like you can miss things you could kill someone and not collect one of their Gwent cards. You know, there's, there's shit like that going on, man. Like, a lot of implications.
2: Sure, I, I, I just don't disagree with you. I'm sure there is lots of minor things like that going on.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, Rich, like, forget about all these bullshit games you play. Like, these kind of games no one's ever heard of. Play, like, a triple A title like this, and you might... You know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I just, you
2: know? No, I played Ghost of Tsushima and I haven't even finished the game because it's just like this. It's pretty boring. <laughs> wow.
0: All right, well, we finished with my ad for the fucking Witcher 3, which I'm loving, by the way, and I'm ready to go into more detail if people need me to. But let's jump, actually, to your review of Ghost of Tsushima. What is going on? Because that's a game, I'll say this. I have played that game I'm probably 50% of the way through. I think it's a beautiful game. And it is very Assassin's Creed in Japan like I
2: guess well you see I guess Dave that's maybe a little bit of a problem why there's a disconnect between you you and me is I think you get just enamored by the prettiness of the game. Sure. Which I can't deny. All the games look gorgeous. They look fucking pretty. Yeah. But it's empty. It's 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 a surface level thing. Does the game look gorgeous? Yes. Is it boring? Hell yes. <laughs> is it is it like lead you by the nose and not let you do like you know things yes i mean yeah i know people go oh but there's no markers the the wind blows you you yeah you, you gotta know? follow that wind around yeah. yeah but but okay so i'll give you an example why i'm disappointed in this game right so yeah i thought when i was playing the game the way it was going is what i get to choose whether i was going to be honorable like a samurai mm. or i was going to be more dishonorable like a ninja you know uh, assassinate people yeah. but even though i was challenging everyone cuz i was like you know what no i'm not going to be a ninja i'm going to be like you know a samurai and i'm going to i'm not going to do any stealth kills i'm going to you know right challenge right i don't care if i got to run there and save a hostage uh-huh. while i'm fighting everyone i'm going to be honorable and everyone still talks to me like i'm dishonorable right. and uh, apparently it has no how you play the game Mm. Has no bearing. The game's already decided. You are you are doing dishonorable things. You, right? We we built it into the game, so we expect you to do it. So the story is going to play out like you are doing it. Even though I wasn't doing stealth kills, I was literally oh. fighting hundred guys at once and all that sort of stuff, right. right? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well that's annoying. And then there was another <laughs> time where I'm riding around and I'm exploring and I come across this field of flowers and there's a guy standing in the middle of it and I was like, oh my god! And I walk up to him and he's like, I challenge you to a duel and all that. And I was like, oh fuck yeah! I've just found this like random I know the guy thing.
0: I know the guy yeah yeah yeah
2: you know, I find this random thing and so I challenge him and I beat him I'm like oh my god that's so fucking cool I just saw this colorful flowers and I went over there and poof and then later on this guy goes oh oh my lord there's these guys that I want to challenge you to a duel here let me mark them on the map for you and I was like oh yeah oh it's part of a quest I just got to it earlier Yeah, the quest so everything in it. the game is built into a quest which is bullshit I thought I yeah, had discovered is... something hidden or unique oh or, my god you're bear, so you know, critical
0: bear. so picky man. anyway Jesus. i'm halfway through
2: the game <laughs> i switched it off and now i'm playing um breath of the wild well that's a good game the, yeah i'm playing i'm playing the Legend of zelda breath of the world it's far more enjoyable and relaxing
0: gosh so wow well, well i'm impressed that you even played ghost of Tsushima because that's a kind of game that like you normally would never play you know like, oh, no,
2: I love again. I love samurai. Like seriously, yeah. I've I've watched all the like uh, Akira Kurosawa movies and all that sort of stuff. Like sure. I've loved, always loved samurai. Like, yeah. um, and in fact, you should also play a game that's called uh, Trek to Yumi, mm. which is another. It's an indie samurai game and all that sort of stuff, but it's mm. very beautiful. Mm. Um, um, so, will you, I, I the, will you finish Ghost of Shima? Will you finish Ghost of Shima? Maybe if I've got nothing else to play and I'm and I'm bored enough and I feel like I need to finish it. But I kind of what I. Halfway through, I'm on the second part of the island, and I just feel like I'm. It's repetitive now, and I just feel like I'm just either you know doing a farmstead or you know I come across a fort or I come across a help me please. And yeah, it's fine. very I like Assassin's I, Creed, man. I, you, I know very, you... that's the problem. Even though they've gotten rid of a lot of the, it's not as cluttered <laughs> as say a, a Ubisoft game and all that sort of stuff, right? It's still very repetitive. Where yeah. there's nothing to really, I mean, there's nothing to really discover because yeah. everything is sort of like oh no no we've designed it for you to find everything like yeah. i can even spend points if i've maxed out all the skills i want to use i can even use points to help me find shrines and fox stuff and i'm like yeah 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 okay, so, you, so you've just designed the game that i have that i will find everything just by by you know following your quest lines there's nothing for me to discover on my own mm. like you know, as I said, like it's just, it's just very repetitive. And then you're right rolling oh, it's another fort. Okay, let me kill the guys in the fort. Oh, I've liberated the fort. Whoop, fucking do. I've done the seventh. You know, the twelfth well, one now. Well, that's the Yay.
0: game, man. You've got to unlock all the forts and shit. Like that's part yeah, of the fun Yeah, but again, of it.
2: I don't. But that's no, I don't like that. <laughs> I, 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 I that that's why I know. I'm why teasing I just, okay, you. I know I you hate like, all that stuff. I know. I hate that repetitive of like copy paste, copy paste. Like, I love that stuff. Stuff more all that.
0: That's my cup of tea, right there. They're, that's my happy spot where I'm doing the forts and it says 7 out of 20, 8 out of 20, 9 out of 20, go for that achievement, get the achievement, you know. Yeah. It is... Nothing. I, I know, in, in all fairness, even though I love those games, I do agree with you. Um, there is a grind element uh, in them for sure. And like part of the whole thing, I think it, I'm sure when they design these, they you know, they look at the algorithms and the playing habits and stuff. Um, they know people like me who love doing the side stuff, and they kind of make it essential that you at least do some side stuff just to so you can get the level up enough and everything to make it easy. You know, well, the oh, thing you is, know.
2: I I would prefer them to have less of that stuff, but more meaningful. Yeah. So instead of it just being like Oh, the 15th, pretty much exact same fucking fort mm. of kill the guys, kill the leader. Yeah. If you actually made something different where, like, okay, let's say there's all these different forts, right? Mm. But there's different requirements to liberate the fort. Like, let's mm. say one of the forts is, I've got to kill the leader without being spotted. Right? So, the idea is to assassinate him and put his well, head that, on a pike. That, that, like, that is
0: on some of the forts. No, not,
2: no. not really. The forts are just basically um, save the hostage and kill the Mongols. Like... That's,
0: yeah, but there are missions where you can't be seen.
2: That's generally a, sto- a a story mission with a character. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying like the actual forts. Like, let's say you've just died oh, with the random fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you actually instead of giving me like fifteen forts to do and say, oh, okay, well, they just copy paste, mm. same enemies, same okay, free three hostages and kill all the Mongols. I'm like, okay, fine, but variety would be nice. I'd rather have less of them, yeah. but more variety of, like, uh, or more intricate forts and, and maybe bigger forts, but with different requirements and stuff and all that to to, to liberate. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, I just prefer variety than, than like, copy-paste, 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 just for the sake of, oh, well, we've got to fill it with something. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm impressed that you gave it a go, because I know how much I you hate it's, these it's, games.
2: I must say, it's, it is, it's a beautiful game. I mean, I mean, yeah. but you know what? It's still... I, I still prefer Red Dead. Like, I'll be honest with you. I was playing a game, I preferred Red Dead. Both of them, actually. Well, they're great
0: fucking games. They're great games. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, by also, the way, I
2: don't find the story that compelling in the in, in, in the game, either. No? Like, it's, it's, it's not something that's making me play. You know, because, mm. like, sometimes, maybe you're like, okay, fine, whatever the gameplay is a bit repetitive, but, just I'm very invested in the story. I want to see it through. I'm not that invested in the story or the characters. I, def- I don't... You know what I mean? I don't care about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: get this. So. Ez- Ezra Miller has pled guilty in the felony burglary case. He's cop. What a surprise. cop to a single. lesser charge of unlawful trespassing. Oh. So he's going to get a suspended sentence. And, and uh, he's
2: still the Flash, apparently.
0: He's still the Flash. He's getting a year probation and $500 fine. So, surprise, surprise. Uh, Ezra Miller has bought his way out of
2: trouble and let you walk
0: yeah exactly he's bought his way out of trouble once again and he's bullshitting on about how he's got these severe mental health problems and blah 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 like let's not forget oh
2: they, he's definitely got mental health he's, pro- he's. i know he's using it to his advantage but he's definitely
0: got mental yeah, health he problems. does like, but he's oh, also oh. a massive drug user as well Rich. let's not forget that as well you know mm. like that's not helping matters at all it just pisses me off that guys like him just get away with almost literally murder and just buy their way out of, you know, justice and other people who don't have that level of, you know, income that he's got, you know, sort of don't get the same ride. that That's what annoys me more than anything. It's just it's just that buying your way out of trouble kind of fucking thing and they always get away with it and then he throws in the mental health stuff as well. That's nice and convenient and, and you know, this is a guy who was walking around with a fucking loaded weapon. You know what I mean? He, he was just walking. Like, let's not forget what he was doing as we try to whitewash from our memory what Ezra Miller bullshit he was pulling in Hawaii, you know, on some sort of massive bender for fucking months on end, like which is just a joke. And and believe you me, I'll be interested to see if this fucking um, cleaning his act up lasts, you know, because a lot of guys slide backwards, you know.
2: But again, if he's got if he's got mental problems, and he's not getting help, then he's definitely gonna.
0: Oh, but, but are you Definitely that are you that like uh, how can I say sympathetic? Because I'm not that sympathetic, frankly. No,
2: I didn't say I was sympathetic. But I'm yeah. saying if he's not getting help, then this is just going to repeat itself down the down the track because he has mental problems. Mm. This isn't a this isn't a oh you know what I've been a bit of a dick. I should stop. Mm. This is I'm fucked in the head. I'm not going to get help. Yeah. Therefore, nothing's going to change.
0: Yeah. Well, now he's in fact, in, this yeah. can
2: only get worse.
0: Yeah. Good point, Rich. Great point. Uh, Jeremy Renner had a severe accident on his snowplow, uh, really badly knocked up. And uh, they haven't released too much about his condition, but obviously he's really bad. So, I mean, it was terrible to hear. Uh, did you hear about it, Rich? Like, basically the snowplow, massive snowplow, basically fell on top of him, I think, is, is what happened.
2: Uh, I heard something about him um, putting himself in the hospital with oh snow I mean, you- in or whatever. Yeah,
0: he's he's uh well on the road to recovery. He had severe blood loss. Um, uh, basically, his uh, we're thrilled with progress. If everyone knows Jeremy, he's a fighter and doesn't mess around. He's crushing all the progress goals. He had chest trauma and orthopedic injuries. He he really w- was hurt badly, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, sort of, we have to wait and see what happens with um. With with Jeremy Renner, but yeah, he's in severe trouble. Uh that was a that was a really bad uh, accident that happened, man. And these snowplows, I mean, it's dangerous conditions. And where he lives is on a remote property that was just totally, um, uh, you know, isolated and just covered with snow. And uh, he's lucky to be alive, frankly. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: uh, I think it should be a good lesson to a lot of celebrities that they you live a sheltered life, you don't know what you're doing. Get someone else to do it. You got the money. Good point, Rich.
0: You're making some big points today, Rich. I must admit, I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed. You've gone up a notch in my books for even trying Ghost Shimmer because I know how much you hate those games.
2: <laughs> I, well, no, I don't hate open world games. I just hate Ubisoft. Ubi Would games. you we, w- we'll just call them Ubi games?
0: What about you just diving into like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Is that going to happen?
2: No. As I said, I love Red Dead, both of them. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Elden Ring. Um, you did, that, yeah. that was a fantastic game as well. So I don't... And I'm really enjoying Zelda Breath of the Wild. I don't have an issue with open-world games. I just like open-world games that allow me to just explore mm. um, and don't, like, just fill the world with, with the same shit.
0: Red, Red Dead, though, is a bit like that. Like, I love Red Dead. But Red Dead isn't a million miles away from that.
2: No, no. But Red Dead is um it there's no such thing as 100 percent in the game like yeah. there's activities to do like i can go hunting i can yeah. go catch whatever but i don't have to no like i don't you know what i mean it's not like uh there's a the, the thing on the map that shows oh you better do this like we've marked it on the map you need to go and clear out the mm. you know the thing it's just a, like oh just go like i remember playing red Dead too when you just roll up to the guy painting yeah you know he's, he's, he's standing in the field and he's painting there's nothing on the map that shows you that he's there oh like, well
0: it does flash showing that they're observers or something that they there there's a word for them i think it's not spectators but it's something
2: no no but you have to be sort of coming up to the vicinity yes. of this point so, it doesn't like when so, you're right it doesn't put it on the map to go oh i need to head that way there's a yeah, guy yeah but if you're riding, yes maybe you might get an indication of oh hey there's something and then you go right and be like oh what's this guy standing in the middle of the field painting for and you know, or, or there was the quest with the people digging up the fossils yep. of like trying to find it. Like it was just fun little shit that was like quirky and fun. Yeah, but it didn't mean you know what I mean. But it wasn't mandatory. It wasn't like. Oh, Red Red Road
0: Dead's a great game. Uh, Red Dead, I think. Redemption. Do you know
2: something I learned the other day: the character, the the NPCs in this game are actually building the railway. Oh so really? If you watch them, they don't actually. This is an insane detail. If you watch them, they're not just hammering the same place. Oh. They hammer in and the the spike is actually moving down and then when it's all the way down they move over to the next spike. Right. They are actually built like all the way in the game. I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was phenomenal.
0: That's cool. I did I did not realise that. That's just there's so much stuff that's happening in these games, like Witcher as well, like back stuff, that I'm impressed sometimes at the level of programming it must take, you know, to the movements and stuff of people, like there are moments when I'm playing Witcher Three, where I'm wandering through the city, and I'll be admit, I just think to myself, "Fuck, we've come a long way," you know, in terms of gaming. You know?
2: Oh God, yeah. I, I as I said, like the games are definitely beautiful, but mm. I think sometimes if you take the Ubisoft approach, I think you make your feel you. I feel you make your world look feel cluttered, yeah, and it loses a bit of the the the, the beauty or, or sort of just the like. Oh man, is it just like mm. you know? Uh, uh, Peaceful. Although there is a game coming out in two months that I'm really looking forward to, which is called Wulong. Okay. Which is um, kind of like Elden Ring mm. in a way, but it's set in ancient China. Okay. What's it called? Wulong. Yeah. Wulong. It's very similar to like um, Dark Souls, Elden Ring, and like uh, Neo. Uh, Wulong Fallen yeah.
0: Dynasty. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. yeah. That's it? Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Coming out in March, I think.
0: Cool. Okay. Well. Wow. Rich, you've got something to look forward to. Um, yeah, there's Dark Fantasy. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of shit going set on.
2: The, set in the Romance of the Three Kingdoms period, which is one of my favourite periods. I know,
0: you love that stuff, don't you, man?
2: Yeah, so I'm super excited for this game.
0: Now, I've got a topic, Richard, which I'm introducing mm. to the show. Dungeon Dragons, new license, titans its grip on competition. This is something I wasn't aware of. Dungeon Dragons had an open gaming license, which mm-hmm. is a document that I think was generated in 2000 by Wizards of the Coast, which allows a vast group of independent publishers to use the same basic rules created by D&D owner Wizards of the Coast, um, and they they can then sell shit, you know, their own games and stuff. Uh, That's what they've been able to do. But now they're looking to change that license, which will restrict the kind of content allowed and requires anyone making money under the license. And I think there was a, I want to say I think it was seven hundred thousand revenue. It might have been two hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand. They need to report their products to Wizards of the Coast directly. Um, it's a leaked document.
2: Uh, oh, so I believe it was seven hundred fifty thousand, okay. and that wasn't profit. That was just revenue. If you make seven hundred fifty, yeah. So it was revenue. That's not yeah. like oh, that's the the profit we made. No, that's if you made seven hundred fifty, and you still got to work your profit out out of it and cover. It, they're going to take twenty five percent of it.
0: Yeah, it's just revenue. Yes, exactly. And but anyway, so this has caused a lot of commotion in the D and D and gaming sphere. I wasn't aware of it because my first thought was, how could they stop? If I want to build an adventure with D and D rules for my mates, you know, how could they stop that? I mean, how the fuck? But no, they can't, it's commercial. But you
2: can't send it to your mates.
0: Yeah, it's commercial. And but there's a whole. So you e- you
2: seven hundred fifty thousand.
0: Yeah, there's a <laughs> yeah. whole ecosystem. Of publishers that uh have made this money uh and this their business for years like there's a lot of um
2: oh well pathfinder is a big one pathfinder is based on
0: yeah i didn't uh, realize that i assumed that all these i what i look i'm stupid i assumed that even if they were riffing off D, which is a lot of fucking role-playing games they would adjust it so that they could then say, well, ours is different because we've adjusted it slightly. But do these guys just play the same rules? I didn't know that. Um, that's, a, that's news to me, you know? Um, Mutants and Masterminds was another one um, that's still available. is one of the biggest ones, apparently. But there's lots. Um, and I'm actually going to chat to Ed Greenwood. He's going to come back on the show soon. I'm going to ask him about it, his take, because I know he's done a lot of work uh sometimes for licensed d d modules that are by independent well, publishers
2: look i think i've i've heard a lot of people talking about this and mm. everyone obviously is talking about it from like look what technically what they're doing they are in their rights to do right mm. it's their property mm. how they're going about it is not the right way mm. um and and how they're trying to implement it is not the right way but one thing i don't hear anyone talking about is this shows you mm. how all the recent decisions of how they've been running this company and this this property mm. has led to no sales mm. because this is not something you do if you're raking in the money mm. if you're as a business DD, if you're doing well you're selling all your modules you're selling yeah. all your boxes, you're selling all the you don't need to do this and say well we need some of your money You've been making money off us. This is what you do when you say, oh my God, the well is drying up. No one is buying our product anymore. They're now buying all these competitive products.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because we've said, no more races, no oh, more yeah. bad, yeah, yeah, no yeah. more evil, orcs oh, well, uh, are black people, <laughs> um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, identity. that Like, you have put yeah. all of that into dungeon & that people have said, cool, not interested in your shit anymore. I'm going to go over here to Paul. Well, don't you, you remember, Rich, the, That they
0: um, don't you remember they banned... Um, was it the word race the other day or something? Didn't Yeah, we yeah, yeah, on yeah,
2: this? You, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's such a thing as race now. It's <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Which
0: is just hilarious. Like, like, it's, like it's, it, it's laughable. Like, because it's also like, who the fuck cares about this? Like, not your core audience. Yeah, a few idiots on Twitter care. But, like, you, most people... But this is what I was... I was saying this to uh, Shane Plays at um, Shane Plays Geek Talk, who's a really nice guy. Um, we were just chatting, and nothing – I'm not saying anything out of school, but I mean, I was saying that the problem they they have with these kind of uh, announcements and sort of moves, they create so much bad will amongst their own consumer base, and that's the same consumer base that they want to milk and milk and milk and milk and milk, and um, – you know, if you turn these people off, and you've already kind of put a lot of them offside with all this, like, oh, you're so racist for thinking, you know, orcs were evil, um, you know, and, and sort of... There's a there's an element of the fan base that's already a bit offside, but now you're really going to put people offside, including some of your PC warriors, who I bet you are making money off, off these spin-offs or whatever you want to call them. So... I just think it creates unnecessary bad will and apparently Hasbro may be the ones behind it all because they're the owners of Wizards of the Coast and they were complaining recently that uh, D&D was under-monetized. So yes, this could be... Yeah.
2: That's my point. It's uh, All of this is, is reaction to no one is buying D&D anymore. Yeah. Like, people are not buying this new product, this new, like, um, you know, uh, No Evil races. Mm. you know all, all you people that have played in the past who enjoyed it are all racist and misogynist and all that because you enjoyed things mm. that we've deemed to be problematic it's like no you've they've chased all the customers away and now they're like oh crap we we got to take other people's money like that, yeah. that's what i'm saying no one's talking about that and that is mm. that shows you that like they've 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 run that that property which let's be honest is happening to everything at the moment i i think any product that's been popular over the last few years has now just been run into the ground.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, look, I, I just wondered if um, there's going to be... I mean, I, I'm not invested in the sense of, like, I'm not making money off D&D stuff, but I, I just... To me, I would have thought that that's the hardcore audience. And if you lose those hardcore people who do buy the D&D stuff as it comes out... You really could see a revenue dip. Uh, like how much money are these other things really generating like really? like it's a pretty niche industry. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I can't imagine it's like hundreds of millions. I, I, I probably it's less than hundred million. Um, I just I just want, I, I just question the uh, not the ethics, but I question the from a PR angle, is this the right move? You know what I mean? That's. I think you're damaging your brand, personally. That's what I think with this move. And it's put a lot of people offside, and the only people who know about it and care about it are the hardcore gamers. And if you lose them, I think D&D could run into the problems, similar to comic books. I, th- there is a danger of that, you know, if you alienate that really well, that, that, hardcore that's audience.
2: Like, that, that's the thing. This is why... <sighs> it's i don't understand this it's it's a strategy that companies have started to employ in the last five six years Mm. of antagonize your 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 base yeah right because guess what the players don't need you Mm. they can create their own games
0: yeah yeah i've got got, got all the rules
2: come over they can create whatever characters they want whatever setting they want you've given them the tools to make their own games they don't need you yeah they, they can go to any shop and buy uh, figurines and, and build their own... Like, they literally don't need you, okay? Mm. Like, mm. these hardcore gamers, they don't need you. You need them. But you have taken... Every every step you've taken these last six, seven years mm. is to just turn around and say to them, go away. Yeah. We hate you. You're mm. racist. You're misogynist. You're homophobic because you've enjoyed something that we've deemed problematic and, and mm. we want to fix it. And if you enjoy that old thing, go away. And they said, fine, we're going away. Mm. And now they're like no, what are you doing? Why they would buying no their stuff? It, you know, people not buy It's stuff like because you hate your, your audience. You hate your customers.
0: Yeah. Companies
2: hate their customers these days. It's, it's fucking it's, bizarre. It, it's
0: weird. Like, because when I think of D&D, like back in the 80s and 90s, I mean, they put out a lot of fucking supplements, you know, and I mean, I, I have a lot of them. And there was some good stuff in there, but that was a way of keeping the fan base going and your revenue coming in they just they just pumped it and pumped it and pumped it all through the you know second and third editions there was plenty of stuff good stuff and and now it's like oh my god um oh jesus like you know we can't have the middle eastern races be represented like they were back then oh we're so terrible it's like you guys were pumping this out that you wouldn't believe like it's a bit hypocritical this 180 i I, it's not really genuine to me and i think i just think like I, I don't know i just this is kind of this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back i think because this is actually something that's gonna goes beyond culture wars this is actually affecting people's businesses who they've built up these niche businesses that are probably pretty fragile anyway and if you do this, you're going to wipe out the, the bottom line. Like, I assume the margins are pretty much wafer thin in these, in these like, spin-off businesses a lot of times. And um, I, I just think it's got problems written all over it. I think you're going to create a lot well, of bad will.
2: Look, I, I think – but, see, this always goes back to I think, something I've always said since I've sort of been on the show. Is make your own thing, okay? Yeah. I get it. Uh, you want to – build off the dungeons and dragons stuff and all that i i get it it's easier and all that but you know but again you're not creating your own stuff which means shit like this can happen at some point and there's nothing you can do about it because everything you created everything you built you've built on someone else's property right yeah so they can just come and take it away unfortunately hey life isn't roses and all that right but, what but why wouldn't they build something up now what they need to do is like what Pathfinder needs to do is say, okay, fine, we're gonna completely change our system then and not mm. base off the D and D. That's what Fallout did, right? Mm. So Fallout back in the day wanted to make their build their game on the uh, what was it the the, the was it called Goober or something? I have no uh, idea. Anyway, they wanted to build it off a a tabletop system, right? Right. And the guy said, like, no, he wasn't interested and they couldn't get the rights. And that's where they came up with the special system, Mm -hmm. right? SPC for, like, you know, um, uh, strength, uh, uh, perception, blah, 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 blah. So because they were forced to create their own one, they created their own system. And that's what I feel like you should do is you can be inspired by Dungeons & Dragons, but at the end of the day, you should always create your own thing. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Like, it's like if I write
0: a fantasy novel now, obviously there's a lot of influences when I sit down behind the fucking word processor, you know? Like, but I'm still creating my own world. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't matter that I've read a million things. But here's my question. I would have thought when these other, you know, spin-offs, one of these other competitors to D&D, I thought they all would have tweaked their rules a little bit. Like I don't understand. Are, are these guys just playing with the same rule set? Like, don't they have their own?
2: What are they doing? I believe just... they. I believe they're playing with the, the rule set. I believe they're using oh. the, the the Dungeons and Dragons um, really set and framework. Yeah, that is that, crazy that's,
0: that's, to me. See, I, I didn't know that. because I, I have played a few. Like for example, okay, back in the eighties, more than now, back in the eighties, I played TMNT, which was the Teenage Ninja Turtles thing, which was a Palladium thing and that was definitely its own rule set you know like it was a role playing game but it was its own rule set um, and I played a couple of other ones they, they, they all had their own way of doing things but you're saying some of them are just literally like roll three six sided die the same sort of structure whether it was stacco or whatever
2: yeah that's, that's wow.
0: because yeah to me as a designer I would have been worried that this exact scenario would have at some point happened that D&D would kind of, you know, come after me. But I guess that was part of, I think, ironically, when it was offered, this was a large part of the reason why D&D was so widespread as well in the 2000s because a lot of people were using, from what I've read, were using the, uh, what are you going to call it, rule system for their own stuff. And now, I, I just, the question I have is how much money are they really raking in because i'm 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 confident that it's not that big at industry in terms of numbers you know i really don't well, believe it's that big to be
2: fair, look let, let's be honest uh, while dungeon dragons is a household name it's still niche it's still a niche product okay? yeah but these it's are fine. spin-offs
0: of the fucking no, thing, that's what i'm saying yeah?
2: so you again you 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 are popular whatever but yes everything's niche and i think this is why a lot of people have said is because again i probably a lot of them are they, i mean there's a reason why they chose the 750,000 threshold and that's mm. probably because that's probably what a lot of these probably make. Um mm. uh, but look uh, so if you're making something for home, for yourself, whatever, cool. Knock yourself out. Like, mm. you know, but yeah, like as, as you say, like um you take a massive risk and and I think that's why so many of them are so upset. And it's like and I get it, you know, um mm. I feel for you, but at the same time I'm also like well, you shouldn't, you, you should never use someone else's, you know, just because they say, Hey, mm. we're allowing you to make stuff, and it's like, cool, you may think they're being great and all that, but mm. they can turn around at any time. Well, the funny Some part new was new owner comes in, new management, and, and they all go, Fuck you. Which and the lawyers
0: are saying that, like, the 2000 OGL open game license wasn't an, it isn't an irre, irrevocable document, um, even if the writers at the time intended it to be (laughs) so so literally is what you're saying like the uh, corporates come in over the top the lawyers have got involved and they're like oh no it doesn't matter if that ogl was designed to be a forever document uh it isn't one and Mm -hmm. we are now so yeah it's literally what you're saying like the the corporates come in they've looked at the numbers I just think that Hasbro... What's so sad about it is we've got more news about D&D. This could be a really big year for D&D. They've got a movie coming out. There's a TV show coming. There's a lot of positives. I just think this is the worst possible time to poison your fan base, you know? And I don't think it's worth the bad will, honestly, because the only people who care about this story are your consumers, you know? Um, No one else cares. The people who aren't buying D&D... Uh, their eyes have glazed over, you know, but the hardcore audience, they're the ones you're alienating and you lose them. You're actually in trouble with your, uh, you know, pay, pen and paper sales, or whatever you want to call it, like the modules that come out. Like y- if you lose those guys, you, you know, you're going to be working at a loss and then you're going to, is it worth it really? You know, that's, well, that's,
2: what I think. That, that, that's why this is for the last few years, this has been almost like a golden age for indie Mm. um independent stuff uh kickstarter crowdfunding it's been a golden because the companies now as i said they they either hate their their consumer base or Mm. they want a different consumer base or Mm. um or, or for whatever reason or they don't they don't listen to the customers when the customers say this is what we want this is what we're after like if if companies were were cared about like if the whoever has bro what if they all cared about their customers and keeping the customer happy none of this indie stuff would even probably be taking off yeah do you know what i mean but it's the fact that all these companies have made all the wrong decisions and want to blame their consumers for all their wrong decisions
0: yeah. i i think they need to get back to basics and think about starting to please their consumers which is i think something that at times there's a lot of there's a lot of double talk that goes on in corporates. Like we want to challenge the consumer base and stuff. Sometimes I think go back to making enjoyable product and stuff that people will enjoy rather than playing sort of politics and not even politics, but sort of chasing that imaginary audience. You know what I mean? Like that mythical audience, that mythically politically correct Uber. You know, fucking. But
2: it's not. But it's not even just that. Like I mean, the, the woke shit is the problem as well. But it's also the fact of like how they talk to their their customer base right Mm. like let's say your customers want more of a certain thing right but you want to do something a bit different you want to take something different direction Mm. instead of just saying that in a in in an understanding or or non-aggressive way like hi guys like we know that you love this stuff we love it too and all that and we just want to try something Mm. You know we want to stretch whatever and you know what if it fucking fails and you say that you hate it we'll go you know what i mean we'll go back to the drawing board and we'll yeah. give you back what you want but you know give us a chance we think we've got something really special here you know we think you're going to love it we, we, we you know and customers then yes you're not going to make every customer happy but a lot of your customers are going to be like you know what okay fine okay mm. fine. I, I want more of that but you know what i'll give you a chance if you think you say you've got something good that i'll love then I'm going to give it a you. But they said, they come out and they go, you fucking troglodytes, you, know, you don't know what you want, you stupid customers, you know, you're <laughs> fucking dumb, I've got a degree. It's like that. They, that's how they talk to their customers. Mm. When all their customers just want, you know, yes, the, I know the expression, customers don't always know what they want. No, if they know what they want. It's your job to show them that there could be something better. Yeah. But you're not going to get them there if you antagonize them. You're not going to get them there if mm. you're, if, if you're you know, antagonistic towards them in trying to get your message across that's where they fail
0: yeah it's true i mean you would think that comic books would be a cautionary tale with the way that they've gone the alienation route on their customers like the way that some of those creators talk on twitter it's just it's baffling to me i just think oh my god like why are you like I don't even have I don't even have a dog in you know, the fucking game. I I I'm just like that attached. I just think why are you talking like this on Twitter and so uh contemptuous of your audience. Like it's just terrible like PR. Like I like I I understand they have some locked on fans who love it, but there's a lot of people who are so alienated by that and just think oh, how awful like you know, it's just the opposite of of how I think they should be, and like, it, it's they're repellent a lot. Some of them they're, they're actually repelling people rather than. I can understand ones who don't want to have a social media presence. I I get that. Guys who are like, they've got a name, they'll put it out, the product out there, and let the product speak for itself. I get that. But there are some people on the on Twitter and stuff who you see who you just like. You are not encouraging anyone to read your work. You are actively almost uh, – it's almost like you don't want the audience.
2: That's what I said. They're you know? antagonistic towards yeah, it's weird. the people that they want to buy their stuff. Like that's what I don't understand. You're not giving it to them for free. You you want them to buy it. So maybe don't go the anti. yeah Yeah, it's
0: it's odd it's it's just odd And, and i think partly some of it though you know we live in a very divisive world and i actually believe that a lot of times it's probably best not to have that uh how can i say direct conduit a lot of the time for quite a lot of people because i think unfortunately the world we live in people love to argue you know and like it's just bickering about nothing and it's it's pointless basically and i almost just think either say nothing back at all like just you know don't even read it and that might be the better option because i think a lot of them get dragged into it and then they're addicted they're addicted like like so many of us we check our phones there's an addiction you know like level to it kind of thing and i think that's part of it sometimes i think cutting the cord i understand those who just say oh you know what i really don't look at social media anymore i i I get that i'm like i understand that actually because it unfortunately is negative a lot of the time and really not that productive um you know wasted time uh, and, you know, you're not producing work, and how much of an audience you're really reaching that's a new audience, that's another question. And a lot of people just love to argue. And, like, who has time for that? Like, really? what What is the point? Ain't you know? nobody
2: got time for that.
0: Oh, yeah, I just... So, anyway, it's interesting, but, like, I wonder what's... But we've got some other news about D&D. So that's one thing. We will keep an eye on this, because this is a developing story, because this document... Uh, Like, a beta version has been leaked. It's not formalized. Obviously, Hasbro and Wizards are getting a lot of pushback on it. So, I think it's an evolving situation. But, we do have some interesting news. Um, There is a live-action Dungeons & Dragons TV series in the works at Paramount+. Plus. The streaming service placed an eight-episode order. Uh, There was interest from multiple buyers. Uh, Paramount Pictures and E1 are partnering to produce the series... The pair are also producing the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie. Um, it's being described as the studio's largest TV, largest scope, uh, TV project ever. Um, the live-action series pilot episode will be written and directed by Red Notice filmmaker Rawson Marshall Thurber. With there already being talk of a Dungeons and Dragons universe spanning multiple shows, which sounds awesome, but doesn't everything, every IP talk about that? Uh, alongside the upcoming show um, at Honor Among Thieves movie, which stars the likes of Chris Prime, Michelle Rodriguez, and Hugh Grant, which is releasing in March, Dungeons Dragons, owner Wizards of the Coast has a number of video games in the works. Uh, there was talk, however, that um, uh, some video games are being cancelled. There was, there was a bit of talk about that. I, I had a scoop... That Wizards of the Coast has cancelled at least five video games and eliminated just under fifteen positions so far as it curtails its gaming ambitions. Now that is spec. Well, when I say speculation, it's it's rumor slash speculation. That isn't confirmed, but it is confirmed that the TV show has been picked up. I am very excited, Rich, as you would expect. Um, I, I I cannot wait for the movie. I am seeing the movie in the cinema. Um, I'm so fucking hyped up for it i'm fearful it's going to suck but i'm you know we've been there before with D D movies but i'm just hoping for the best what do you think rich how do you think dungeon dragons movie and tv show is looking
2: i doubt it's gonna happen
0: well the movie's um, happening
2: no that's already happening but as i said it's all under new management now and uh again D is already not profitable so i think I think they're going to re- reevaluate and just look at any projects that haven't started already, and maybe uh, curtail a bit until they start seeing some profit. Or well, this or TV
0: that. series got announced yesterday. This TV series got announced yesterday.
2: Yeah, but then also this backlash has been happening for the last um, what three or four days now as well. So yeah, but maybe they have
0: put yeah. that out there in like like so the TV series I, I believe is happening. It's been it's been yeah. ordered.
2: No, I look, Dave, oh, Dave. Until until filming starts, mm. and and true. it's it's on my screen. Nothing is, nothing is certain, mate. Like there was this animated show on Netflix that got renewed for a second season and then got cancelled before they even started working on the second season. So just announcements don't mean anything. Like true. Well, the you know, yeah. D- DC like, movies proved an that, didn't like, they? any? You, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like actually, <laughs> these companies that that, 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 uh, oh, we're going to make a universe and we're going to do this and we're yeah, going to do that, yeah, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, like, then they go, okay, maybe we, sh- we, we shouldn't have run our mouths and we're going to, you know, we maybe let's just start with the movie and see how we go.
0: Well, do. I am hoping that this, this, uh, happens. I think
2: they should wait till the movie comes out yeah, and just see how well it's received. Because again, I just don't understand. This is my weird thing about like Hollywood used to wait, Mm. To see a, a reaction to something, right? So sure. if they made a movie; they'd wait yeah. to see the reaction to the movie before they greenlit another one. Now all of a sudden, they show it to each other behind closed doors, pack themselves in the back, and green light the second movie. Like, have they not learned? And in this case, a TV, a TV, TV show
0: set in the same universe. Like, it's like, what it if is, this, yeah. mo- what if this movie? And look, every it has every chance of bombing. You know, like it's more likely to bomb. And I hate to say this because I love D and D. It's more likely to bomb. Than be a hit. Uh, if you look at D&D movies, if you look at video game adaptations, I know it's a role-playing game, but it's very similar. If you look at all those kind of adaptations, so, and you look at this movie, we haven't seen much of it. You know, they haven't <laughs> kept their cards very close to their chest. Like, the chance of this being bomb, I would describe as significant. So what if this movie bombs?
2: It's definitely 50-50, for
0: yeah. sure. So if this movie bombs, are we really going to be then going with a TV series set in the same universe? Maybe we are, but I hear you. I would possibly have waited at least until that opening weekend numbers were in, you know, to announce it kind of thing. Um, But the story broke yesterday. I'm sure that the open game license thing probably had something to do with the story breaking yesterday. They're trying to sort of, you know, move the conversation in a different direction. They're trying to hype the movie they What they're trying to do, I think, the philosophy behind it is they're trying to convey success before it comes out. Like it's oh, it's so great. We've already got a TV show coming out in support of it. They, but unfortunately, audiences are going to judge the movie. You know that you know like you can you can fuck around all you want with your promotion, but at the end of the day, there's going to be a film. People will see it or not go see it. And critics will say have their say like there's gonna be a product you no amount of bullshit is gonna change that you know what I'm saying?
2: oh yeah I 100 percent agree with that
0: yeah now the Paramount plus latest game adaptation after the expensive Halo series which they're saying enjoyed a first successful first season, I fucking struggled through that halo series um i I'm not a halo player and I don't claim to be knowledgeable. But even I was like, I didn't feel it was a good adaptation of Halo. Like, you know, with my very sort of cursory knowledge of Halo, I don't think a lot of Halo fans were loving that show. Would you agree, Rich?
2: Oh, uh, no. Um, I mean, there's no one even talking about that show now. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that's the weird thing is you can always tell when something is a success or is good because people talk about it for... For ages afterwards, there's video upon video of, like, analyzing mm. and deep diving and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's how you know mm. um, something is popular mm. yeah, or so. resonated with people.
0: So, yeah. So, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, Red Notice, I didn't mind Red Notice. I didn't love it, but I didn't mind it. That was the show with uh, The Rock, uh, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, from memory, um, the Netflix show. Mm. That's the same directors doing this. Um, TV show, we'll see. Um, Now, a movie I did watch over the Christmas break was Glass Onion, Reach. Have you seen this, the Daniel Craig thing? No, I haven't seen it. Good. It it was, if you enjoyed Knives Out, you'll enjoy this. It's very, I wouldn't say, it is similar, but it's very clever. It's quite funny. Uh, We watched it, um, the whole lot of us, together. Um, it was like a family kind of thing. We're up at my parents and, you know, sort so of my sister was there, her husband, my parents and, uh, me and, uh, Michelle, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it was fun, you know, and look, am I glad That's I... It's
2: supposed I... to be a, a sequel or in the same Knives Out universe or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: it's the, yeah, it's just like the next case kind of thing. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, or like a couple of years later, but it's just the same investigator, you know, and, um... Okay. yeah. Similar tone, like very similar. It's a similar tone. This
2: is is, his Poro or or Sherlock Holmes
0: or whatever. Exactly, 100% right. Well done, Rich. And look, I enjoyed it. I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. I mean, it was... Am I glad I don't have to go and see that a cinema? Yeah. It was fun to watch on streaming. I wouldn't be rushing out to a cinema to see it, though. Um, But I enjoyed it. Like, and I I think it was a a well-made movie. So if you... Look, I will say this to listeners. If you enjoyed Knives Out, you'll enjoy this. You know, um, it's quite a similar movie in a sense. Um, I,
2: I'll be honest with you; I'm not going to lie. I always tend to worry when uh, a movie's got uh, Dave Batista in it.
0: And you know what? I'm not his biggest fan either. He was good in this, actually.
2: He's, he's popping up a lot now. He's in this. He's in that. I just saw a trailer for the new M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, really? Uh, uh, where these these people abduct a the gay couple and their daughter and they have to, one of them, they have to choose which one of them they have to sacrifice so that the world doesn't end. Um, yes. and Dave Bautista is like the, the <laughs> reverend or, or, or the, the leader of the cult or whatever. Like it's, okay. He, he's, just, he's popping up a lot. And I'm just like, I don't understand why though because I just don't feel like he's that good of an actor.
0: Oh no, i am not his biggest fan. Look, he is good. Look, it's not a huge role in this. Like, and, and also he plays to type, he plays the, Dumb jock, basically. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's not the most demanding role, but he's good in it. I, in fact, out of all the Dave Batista things I've ever seen, this was probably my favourite thing. He's he's less on, he's less on the nose than he is normally. It f- it feels like like everything. I think, Rich, like when you've done a bit of acting, like he's done, they get a bit better at it. Like The Rock did, you know. And suddenly they're not as bad as they were, and you know he's got a uh, I don't think he's got that much personality, really. That you know, he thinks he does. You know, he's okay in this. He he plays to type. He has the dumb jock role, and he does that well. I don't think it's the most challenging role in the world, but he's a lot less annoying than he's been in other things. You know, fair enough. Um, and also, it's a big ensemble cast, so he he doesn't have that much. He doesn't. You know, there's a lot of people in the movie. Uh, there's a lot of cameos of famous people, like you, like walk-on cameos, like Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, uh, I, I think I saw Joaquin Phoenix, like really small appearances, you know? Um, but, no, I think overall, uh, 8 out of 10, I think, is a pretty fair score. I also, for many, many years, I, I've said to Michelle, I want to watch that great Wall movie. And we keep saying, and we want to... One night we're up at the new property and um, had the limited. We didn't have Netflix or anything up there. We didn't have we don't have internet up there, but I had it on my drive. I said, "Let's watch this fucking movie." (laughs) Like, like seriously, we've been talking about this movie for years. It's fine. Like, it's fun. It's full on Chinese propaganda. This great war movie. Like, it's like, and I mean that not in a derogatory way. It's just like a lot of movies. it, It really does push home China invented everything first. It's a fantasy movie. I found it quite enjoyable, and I think it was a bit different because of the Chinese perspective. I I honestly felt it was fun. Have you ever seen this movie with Matt Damon?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched it um, quite a few years ago. What
0: though. did you think of it, man? Because I didn't mind it. I thought it was
2: okay. Um, Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Um... It's 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 a it's one of those movies where basically it kind of starts off like a bit like historical, yeah, piece and then becomes like kaiju's and monsters, and, yes, and stuff and all that. It's it was a it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm not sure if Matt Damon was the right lead, but it was still enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was a Chinese American co-production, which is obvious when you see the movie, and for me that actually made it a bit. I think that was part of the fun of it for me because. You know, China obviously has its own film market, you know, and everything, but I don't watch any of those movies, you know, and it was kind of fun. It was a bit of a change of pace for me, and I enjoyed that it was kind of crazy monsters and stuff. I've always meant to watch it. I wasn't even surprised that I enjoyed it, um, because I've been I've been saying for years we should watch it. We've just never really been in the mood. But, I mean, I'd give it like a, se- a 7 it's out of 10. That's action movie. Yeah, I'd give it a 7 out of 10, you know? Um, it was, um, what's his name? Um What's his name? The guy from Mandalorian? Is it Pedro Pascal? Is that his name?
2: Pedro Pascal, another Pe- guy who's fucking in too much.
0: Time. I know, you don't like him. Well, he turned up and I was like, that's Pedro Pascal before the Mandalorian. I, I said mm. that even before he had his beard off. Huh? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Pedro Pascal. And what's his name was in it as well. Green Goblin. What's that guy's name? Um, William Dafoe. Yeah, William Defoe yeah, yeah, William yeah, Dafoe yeah. had had a small role as well. Look, I enjoyed it. I, I I thought it was. I thought it was a bit of fun. And the um, yeah, end of the day, like sometimes that's all you're after, really, isn't it, Rich? Like you know, not everything needs to be the world's greatest movie kind of thing, you know?
2: No, it, as I said, it's it's a it's a decent action adventure. Um, it's got good effects. It's got good ac- you know, good stunts, good action in it. It's it's just a yeah, it's seven point five out of ten movie. Um, yeah. Will you remember it like 10 years from now? No, but will you enjoy it in the two hours that you sit there? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, and what's funny is that it really got slammed when it came out and it did bomb,
2: but like... Well, it got slammed because people saw it as, again, another... What, what do they like to call it? A white saviour movie. Oh, and they're Jesus. like, oh, oh, it's a western. It's like, yeah, but it's part of the Fuck. story. Like, yeah. The story is... is you need a foreigner there so that you can explain the monsters. Because if you are Chinese, uh, then you already know why the wall's there. You already know that the monsters exist. And
0: you like know them. what? The director made a comment to – I'm reading the Wikipedia. I thought this – because I, I knew that as well. And, and believe you me, that wasn't the reason I didn't see the film. I was like, that sounds ridiculous. But it, it's way more Chinese influence than I expected. And I mean that in a good way. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. director Zhang, they,
2: they come there to steal, uh, or uh, to facilitate, to get uh, powder, um, black yeah.
0: powder. Director Zhang no. said that Matt Damon was not playing a role that was intended for a Chinese actor, which is fucking obvious. If you watch the movie, he, <laughs> he criticized direct detractors for not being armed with the facts and stated that in many ways, the great wall is the opposite of what is being suggested for the first time. A film deeply rooted in Chinese culture with one of the largest Chinese casts ever assembled is being made at a temple scale for a world audience. I believe that is a trend that should be embraced by industry. He's actually 100% right. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this movie, he's playing a Westerner who comes to China. That's the whole yeah, fucking point of the learns, story.
2: Uh, and learns about China. So yeah. that's why I said, like, the movie doesn't work unless you have this foreigner yeah. um, character because, or this guailou, as I like to say, You don't, if you don't have this character, then there isn't the wonder. Yeah. Uh, you don't. You this character that has to like find everything wonderful and astonishing and learn and and learn about a new. Co- then then movie is just an action movie. Then you might as well just have it of like, oh, it's just Chinese people and they're fighting monsters and mm. that's it. Like it's, it, yeah, the movie is there to I guess also show Western audiences. Yeah, like and teach and not necessarily teach them, but like teach them about culture, teach them about, you know, hundred percent agree. Ancient China. So that's why I said like I watched that movie years ago and when I heard people going like quite and i was just like oh my god these people clearly have all the people complaining you haven't seen it watch the movie
0: yeah you haven't seen it because because this is very obvious if you watch the movie 20 minutes in i was like well i'm really impressed by the um massive amount of the chinese cast and the stuff that they're doing that's based on Chinese inventions and everything. Like it's clearly a Chinese co-production. Like that's very obvious when you start watching the movie. Watch
2: it again at some point.
0: Yeah, I, I. It's so funny that these people who are so up in arms, like they were like, "Oh, Matt Damon should never work again," you know. Like it was like Jesus <laughs> Christ, calm down. Like it's. I've got. I've got a book that I'm reading. Uh, I think it's called Empire of Dragons. It's excellent. Um, it's by the same guy who he wrote um Alexander the Great. Uh, like fi- fictionalized biographies uh, trilogy and it's about a roman legion that gets captured by the persians an emperor gets captured as well and then eventually they get sent deep into the persian empire and from there on escape and eventually wind up in china like a few of them it's an excellent excellent book like now again that isn't whitewashing it's a story of a fucking Roman legion that firstly goes deep into Persia and India, but eventually winds up in China. And it's super interesting because they're seeing things that they didn't know existed, you know, because that deep into the empire, like um, with their own eyes, not relayed via messengers. They're seeing it, you know what I mean? Like firsthand. Well,
2: that's what I said. If you've got a movie where you need something explained, mm. there's only two avenues you can go, have a foreigner or have amnesia yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like that's it so you need that character to you know if if you um if you're doing something and and it's where you're trying to show off or explain culture Mm. then you know you you kind of need that foreigner or the or as i said the um amnesia and i'd rather much have a foreigner than a character who's like i don't remember anything what i remember i am like that's a bit like tried to sort of you know um it's a bit, I hate that trope. Like, you get that in video games a lot. It's like, I've woken up, I've got amnesia, now I've got to learn my skills all over. you like, yeah. so late. Oh, you <laughs> know,
0: you did get it. Like, yeah, no.
2: Yeah, no, it's, um... But as you get, it's enjoyable. I, As I said, I enjoyed it when it came out. And, um... I don't, you know what? You're speaking about uh, stuff and all that. You know something I should... Ghost of Tsushima made me think of this. Mm. Um, how come no one ever demands that the, the Mongols apologize? And, and pay for <laughs> it, <laughs>
0: The Genghis Khan,
2: well, for just for everything, yeah. um, uh, not not just Genghis Khan, but his son as well, um,
0: Kubla or grandson, Kublai, Kublai Khan, yeah.
2: and all that stuff, or your son or his grandson, whatever. I mean, they literally conquered fucking all of Asia and like almost half of Europe for God's sake. It's like because it's very selective like who it's very selective
0: vampires. it's very selective who has to feel guilty, you know.
2: But I'm just saying, like they 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 dominated more than what England ever did. Yeah, well, you do, don't
0: you know, ever but, hear people calling for the fucking Romans to uh, apologise to various countries. Oh, for, you some,
2: know. some people kind of do. Do, do
0: they, they really?
2: Do, you know. oh, but it's
0: ridiculous. Like, sorry. And the Vikings. Like, is Scandinavia supposed to... I mean,
2: my you know. God. Like, you know, the Mongols had, like, one of the your biggest empires in the world. They conquered, sure. like, almost half the fucking world. But yet no one ever talks about the, how they affected, uh, you know, cultures and... and um, Com, you know, because well, it's
0: ridiculous. Like, I mean, why should uh, fucking modern day funny. Mongolians be apologising? They're very proud of Genghis Khan.
2: Right, that's what they need to do. They need to send a set the open world game in Mongolia where you get to conquer the world.
0: I'd love it. <laughs> I'd fucking love it. Um, yeah, no.
2: So it, interesting.
0: Now, did you watch this Ant Man three trailer?
2: I've I haven't seen the, the what they called the final trailer. I've I've only seen the um. The first trailer still haven't it. Sure. right well the big thing was also, i uh, did watch trailer for the new nick cage movie where he plays a, a vampire again how did that, it was that look that's really really cool it, it it's very it, he, he basically said that he was channeling like um the christopher lee dracula well that's pretty cool not not, not like the bella lugosi one he was kind of paying homage to the christopher lee one
0: and christopher lee did a great dracula
2: yeah, I, I can't remember the name of it now. I just remember it's it's him. It's called Ren- unfortunately... the movie's
0: called Renfield that you're talking about, yeah.
2: Yes, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's because Renfield is the little offsider, isn't he? That brain, it gets brainwashed. I think. Is that right? Uh... I'm pretty sure it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do we know when it's coming out?
2: Is it uh, the trailer only just came out.
0: Let's um... have a look here,
2: Renfield. Uh, April, I think it is.
0: Oh, really? We've got to wait till then. Man, I can't wait for this Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'm so fucking pumped. Do you do you reckon it's gonna, um, you know, meet my expectations, Rich? I'm worried that like I
2: don't know, Dave. You have lower expectations.
0: <laughs> no, I have pretty high expectations for 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 this movie. I've got to be honest, I'm... put
2: it this way: I, I guarantee you the movie will not meet my expectations. It will fail miserably. Really, you you yeah. you kind of think it's gonna suck? It's gonna feel like a Marvel movie, and I'm gonna hate it. Really. Mm-hmm. it's going to be full of jokes and quippiness yeah and and smart ass every character is going to be a smart ass yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah no i'm gonna hate it i can already tell you now
0: <laughs> so at least you've set your expectations um your expectations are nice and low rich so you can't be disappointed
2: as i said i i, I honestly i would love a dungeons and dragon movie that is more in line with like lord of the rings in terms of
0: tone oh, so would i yeah but it's gonna be all like, um, it's gonna be, uh, all uh, how can I say, um, you know, Hugh Grant. It's gonna be played for laughs, I think, a fair bit, you know.
2: Oh God, that's it. It's gonna feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. Count Dracula's lackey, Renfield. So it, it's, uh, let's have a look here. Do we have a fucking date? Could we possibly? The get only a-
2: thing that I am concerned God. about, sorry, is that it's got Aquafina in it. Who?
0: April Fourteenth. Oh, I know Aquafina. She's that really annoying yeah, she's chick. So
2: fucking annoying.
0: Yeah, she is annoying. She's in some show Michelle watches, and it's just the same joke. She got in big trouble recently. Did you know that? Like, she she had to
2: oh because of how she talks, like uh, like a um, what they call like a from the hood person.
0: Yeah, she's got like a, but that's her only appropriation. I would describe that as her only gimmick. You know, like that is her whole fucking gimmick. You know, like, however her normal voice is, that style that she has is literally all she ever does. So you take that away from her, you take away her only gimmick that she has. So I can understand why she's sticking to that, because, you know, she, it's not like she... You, you, you know when you become famous for doing one thing and
2: well that's most people dave (laughs) oh yeah but like in her
0: case it's not even like she's that funny i
2: think you mean to say one gimmick
0: one gimmick yeah
2: you become famous for one gimmick
0: yeah and that's all she's got man i've i've had to endure her on this show that's i think it's i i think it's good trouble if it's not good trouble it's something like that and honestly man like it's just the same shit week after week from her And when I heard that she was in trouble, I I had to laugh because I was like, well, that's all she's got. (laughs) Poor girl. Yeah, that's the only
2: gimmick she has. Don't take it away from her. Don't take away
0: her one fucking gimmick, which has led to her, I wouldn't even say, like, massive popularity, but, like, her mediocre fame. Um, Yeah, but uh, I believe the Ant-Man 3 trailer, there's a big thing where you see Kang. um, They're really pushing Kang really hard. Uh, Which is cool. Um, Remember, he turned up in Loki, the he who shall remain's Kang, but there's all these different versions of him. Um, It's so funny that, like, really, we haven't even seen him outside of that Loki thing. Like, we're supposed to be so excited. I'm not excited at all. You know, I'm just like... Yeah,
2: as I said, I'm... I don't know. I I don't think the phases are going to be going anywhere meaningful at the moment. So I don't feel like, I honestly don't feel like anything's building towards anything, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. when, when the first movies came out, they were all building towards the, um, to Thanos, to the, the stones. Yeah. Like, that was the, th- I what what is the thread now? Kang? Okay, but he hasn't, other than the Loki TV show. Yeah. He's not been mentioned or whatever. This is the first movie he's going to be, he wasn't in this Doctor Strange one. He does, like, there hasn't been anything that's really connected these movies together for their phases.
0: Yeah. No, I know. It's it's gotten really loose, man. You know? Um, I just feel like they've lost a bit of direction uh, and I don't think people are as excited about Kang as they probably should be because he hasn't been... Although they've talked about Kang, like in the press and, and this, we know he's in Ant-Man 3, I don't feel that he was I, in Loki. He hasn't been in much else, so it's like... Well, can I just
2: say something? I, I'm, well, I'm very concerned about this Ant-Man movie in that There's so many um, villains popping up in it. So Mm -hmm. you've got Kang popping up, you've got Modoc popping up, and you've got the High Evolutionary popping up. I just kind of feel like, "Mm, why is there like... The High High Evolutionary, okay. The
0: High Evolutionary really is in it, is he? Yes. Wow. See, that's a it's character.
2: Even the Guardians, sorry. Am I getting it confused?
0: I have no idea. But I tell you what, that's a character.
2: Oh, I could be getting confused with Guardians. I think High Evolutionaries in Guardians. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's got to do with Raccoon. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. But still, I mean, okay, so, but who's the villain though? Is it MODOK or is it Kang? Or, like, is it MODOK and then Kang's going to be revealed at the end? Or, because if Kang's supposed to be the big villain, you can't have him be the villain in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, you. I mean, you can have him be the main villain, but maybe MODOK is the the actual villain for this movie. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, look, we'll see what happens. I'm not exactly. Um, I'm not exactly that far. But as I said, now.
2: I don't know. Like, I knew that all the other movies in the other phases were building towards Thanos. Like, uh-huh. we, we knew that from the first Avengers movie, basically, right? Yeah. Um, um and even the Guardians sort of, you know, showed you thanos and and you got to see a bit more of that like i mean but you knew what it was all building towards thanos you were like oh it's all building towards that guy yeah and and you know and and the stones and all that sort of. but i just i don't know what this i don't know what these phases are building towards i honestly don't know they just feel very disjointed and yeah like they're not part of anything
0: no they do they do feel super um super uh low stakes somehow it just feels you like you know what i kind cares? of feel like
2: sometimes maybe like they had a plan for the first lot right was mm. thanos mm. i think from the start they had that and obviously the the you know it was all very successful but i don't think they actually had a plan for following it i thought maybe i think maybe they thought we'll you know we'll we'll think of something as we go yeah or or maybe, but I, but so far i don't think they've thought of it. i think they're still waiting for, oh, for inspiration no. but i don't feel like they have a plan for this one i, I don't feel like like they have a plan like yeah. that's my feeling yeah yeah
0: no, definitely. I, I think that like ever since then they've um they've you know basically been struggling. You know basically. Um, check this out. This is this is General Hospital star Janie Francis says she will no longer defend a 1979 date rape scene. Uh, it's like what in, in, in so in uh, 1979, which
2: who was asking her to defend?
0: Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, in 1979, her she was 17 years old. Her character was date-raped by love interest Luke Spencer in the controversial date-on-TV scene while the two were dancing at a disco. Her shouts of no and Luke let me go several times during the scene. The characters later went on to get married. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In a, in a 1981 episode that attracted more than 30 million viewers. As a young child at 17, I was told to play Rape and I played it. I didn't know what it was. Um, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just like... Ugh, look, What's hilarious is that they did the same two years later they married the characters
2: (laughs) yeah but that's the problem with uh daytime those daytime shows is they don't care about continuity or yeah like they just they just write in for the for the week like (laughs) you know it's the story of the week basically and or or the year or whatever they don't care what happened like yeah it's uh, that's so funny. That's why so many people come back to life or whatever because they're just like, oh fucking, who cares if they died? We'll we'll figure it out. Bring them back. Like,
0: bring them back. It was just a dream. Um, how hilarious! She's like, I won't defend it anymore. It's like, when has anybody I didn't asked you about you were defending it? Yeah, at like all, so. this this might have been hot news in like 1981, but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if, if, if and even the word star. I think we should put that in quotes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's almost like she's just digging up the past. She's probably got something that she wants to promote, you know. Like it's a one claim to fame, oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, now you've got some news here about the reviews for Velma, which you told me about. It's is it animated? It's a Scooby Doo spin off, am I right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's that. Um, uh, what's her name? Mindy, Mindy Kaling, or whatever. Where she? Oh, her. Because yeah. She's, because she's voicing Velma. Velma now has to be brown. And, is she? Oh. Um uh Shaggy's now a black guy, and I think Daphne what? is Asian. What? And Daphne's Fred's Asian. Only, what? Yeah, uh, Daphne's Asian. What did this shit happen? Velma's Indian. Shaggy's black, and what? So they've, they to, they've got to make the weed smoker black because you know that. Have the they the just changed it all? So territory. they've
0: changed it all.
2: Yeah, and um, what's I didn't it? Know it's, this. it's not. Do it's so it not all the review its journey just came out I think for some reviewers right Um, it is sitting on sixty three percent at the moment uh huh um out of I think it's only like oh it's
0: going to be on HBO Max it debuts today so it's going to be on HBO Max so I will check it out
2: it's only got eight or nine um reviews but what is this shit about
0: everyone's race swapping when did this happen
2: yeah it's what. That's the whole show. The whole show is there's no Scooby Doo, and everyone except for Fred what? has been race swapped.
0: The series will focus on Velma, Dinkley, and the rest of the Mystery Inc. before their official formation. Pitches a love quadru- quadrangle between them. Huh? And no Scooby. No. Why the fuck is Scooby not involved?
2: <laughs> well, because it's about Velma. It's called Velma. Okay. Well. I just want to, I I just want to, I just want to, I I do, I'm going to read one positive review, right? This Mm. is a positive review. Sure. Um, I love watching all the characters snipe at each other and the best jokes are laugh out funny. The show has also some good digs at sexism and the patriarchy, but sometimes the show's gags are just rooted in plain old hipster fat (laughs) phobia. What? Like, like that's a positive (laughs) review, isn't it? Okay. (laughs) Ow. What
0: hipster fat? Oh phobia. shit!
2: Never mind. That's from the Mary Sue.
0: <laughs> yeah. Never mind. That is a odd review as well. Like, but that, isn't the Mary Sue like that ultra, 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 ultra sort of? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, super left wing, and they super love
2: it because the main character is female, so that's gonna. But like, you know, they're that's super
0: left wing. Like, they're super like burn down the patriarchy, you know, blah blah blah, all that stuff, you know. Um, or men are evil and all that kind of shit. Like, but um, yeah. Wow. So,
2: but again, as I said, that's only about nine reviews because it's only. I think it's only like just you know. Well, I will episodes, watch two but episodes. But I yeah. I guarantee you, it will be rotten. Probably once all the reviews come in.
0: Yep, and I will watch two episodes. It it comes out today. uh So, I will watch two episodes to review on the show next week. So, at least, just to have a taste of it. Just like when I watched that fucking awful Bender show, whatever it was called, Naomi. Um, And I was like, this show almost has no story. (laughs) This show has a wafer-thin story, like, that is just barely there. Um, Yeah, okay, well, that's interesting. How weird that I didn't know they were race-hopping everyone. So, it's just animated, though. It's not live-action
2: it's it's animated but you have to remember in in 2023 which is what we are now Mm. and it has been like this now for the last couple of years Mm. the character you voice has to be the exact same gender and skin color as you so if you get hired to voice a character so like you're asian right asian american or whatever and they hire you to voice daphne well oh hang on we hired an asian girl so we've got to make daphne asian now you know what um we hired a black guy to do the voice of Shaggy. So, of making black now because apparently you can't just be a voice. The character who is, like a- is playing is what is Fred now? Is, is Freddy still white? No, no, Fred's white. you uh, will be the punching bag for I'm <laughs> sure all those uh sexism and patriarchy um jokes that apparently the Mary Sue loves so So much. everyone's out of
0: a job who's been doing Scooby Doo for a thousand years. Like, you know, all the like what's weird is though that like Scooby Doo uh stuff there's heaps of scooby-doo stuff on hbo max and it's all the old but even the newer stuff it's it's the old designs you know what i mean it's, I, i'm that's why i'm i'm surprised to hear no, that. i'll
2: be honest with you the animation in this looks um pretty terrible
0: wow i'm, I'm annoyed it's, because it's, i love it's scooby-doo
2: that, it's that current fucking shitty looking animation that you get in a lot of shows unfortunately which i know i okay to be fair you you do maybe like that a little bit because i know you do like rick and morty i do like rick and morty and all that it's it's probably going to be in that vein well i'll check it out i'll check it out they're so clever and edgy and
0: okay um, well okay i'll check it out and i'll see what what i think of it i
2: mean if a positive is that all the characters are sniping at each other i'm just like oh jesus
0: like well i i read a review that said it's like dario without the charm <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, I, I like Daria back in the day, but um, I don't know. But that was a very specific kind of humor.
2: What was it gonna oh, say? Also, also done by talented people, so
0: yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah, but what's so funny though, even though they've race swapped everyone here, they've been producing heaps of Scooby Doo stuff over the last few years, like lots of it. It's on HBO Max. I watch a bit of it, it's quite funny if you like oh, Scooby yeah. D- if you like Scooby-Doo but it's it's the same formula as they always had like they so this is the first i've heard that the, they're changing you know the races and everything like, i didn't know anything about it i thought it was just the regular Scooby-Doo crew you know like a Velma spin-off what, um, you
2: didn't even back in the day when they said that Mindy Kaling was going to be doing the voice and that they're changing. The- I didn't
0: even pay attention. I, 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 uh, I, I, I got to be hundred percent honest. I wasn't that aware of it. Even if we've done it on news, I didn't actually, I actually thought it was a live action show. Um, I knew it was without Scooby, which I don't understand. <laughs> I'm still struggling to understand why that, but I love quadrangle. So that's who? So that's all of them involved so everyone's going for everyone no
2: basically. so velma is lesbian in this i believe
0: yeah but that's always been kind of a thing with velma like so that,
2: yeah that could be the quadrangle. or i don't know maybe so she's got eyes for daphne Fred's right got eyes for daphne maybe they're gonna hate to say sh- daphne's bi shaggy she goes for, for all the guys and the girl i don't know
0: everyone's like, just fucking know. in the um in the van um.
2: <laughs> Sounds like most of those uh, Scooby Doo pornos they used to make.
0: Sounds like everyone should be just blazing up, you know. Fuck it, like fuck it, let's just rock and roll. Who knows? I, look, it's so hard to even understand what this show is about. I, I'm and I, I don't understand why Scooby can't get a run if everyone else is there. Why can't he get a run?
2: Uh, could... To be fair, I'm glad that he's not there to be humiliated, um, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> dirtied, sullied. <laughs> But
0: he's always there. Like, that's the hilarious thing. He's like, oh. So um, I know in
2: these bankers, they'll probably cast an actual dog.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, wouldn't it be funny if Scooby's found to be problematic, but Scrappy gets a go? <laughs> <laughs> Scooby's too problematic for Scooby-Doo anymore. Um, Hogwarts game jumps to the top of sales chat after boycott. I saw this tweet from this chick who was like, fuck you if you've got to buy Hogwarts Legacy um, like it was like, why are you so fucking aggressive? Firstly. And secondly, don't tell me what to do with my money. Um, it's, it's all because of like JK Rowling dared to have an opinion and they're still like, so, uh, you know,
2: okay. Now it's not so much that she has an opinion, but it's the fact that she's um, also fighting with people online. So yeah. I think if she just had the opinion and then, you know, voice the opinion, and then shut up. Yeah. I think it would have blown over. Oh, she stirs the pot a bit. She stirs the pot a bit. She likes poking the bear, um, which is fine because, I mean, one, she's not worked on this game at all. Yeah. she just gets the royalties from it she's had no input in the story and all this sort of stuff yeah. what I think is so hilarious is that this game apparently allows you to play as a trans person in <laughs> Hogwarts so they' literally trying to so they're literally trying to get a game cancelled yeah. and, and shelved or, or or you know what I mean or, or have the company go broke who are actually allowing people to play as trans which is let's be honest there's not that many games that do that yeah um so that's quite funny um and I love how people go like Oh, it's okay to boycott because the people who worked on it, they got paid already. It's only the the, the, the (laughs) CEOs and the companies are going to make the money now and they don't deserve it. it's like, yes, because when a game doesn't make money they don't just they, they don't close that studio down and everyone's out of a job they're idiots you know the, 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 this is what pisses me off is how people don't understand how the world works no right? i know well These, it's it's what, they're very convenient
0: they're work. very convenient with their logic but by the same token there's no way this game's going to fail this game has been marketed for ages this oh, heaps well, of that's what i said this,
2: this game is is benefiting from probably from uh, uh, the barber's rise effect yeah. Uh, or the prize Zone effect or whatever you call it is because I think there's people who are pre-ordering this game now just to spite the people that are saying because there's actually people going on Steam now and you know how you can put tags for games like whether it's a multiplayer or a right. or strategy. They're putting stuff like genocide simulator, Jesus. capitalist, whatever like they're actually putting tags <laughs> of like negative. But again, it's um it's 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 it is out pre-selling uh, a, a, a modern warfare, like a call of duty game. Right. It is it is well, the why?
0: Why are they children saying children. genocide simulator? Like, what the fuck is that? So been?
2: again, this is okay. Once again, <laughs> they've decided that there's goblins in the game, oh, and God. and goblins mean uh Jews. Really? So the game hates Jews. That's how their brain works. That's how they form connections. So are these, Harry, the pod, Potter have said are these like, Harry Potter fans, you know or are these Harry Potter fans? Yeah, but you know what's funny? Goblins have been depicted as as greedy in. All fantasy. Yeah, what about From
0: Tolkien and to... a million other things, like... But gobbled... even
2: before that, go, go back to actual, like, uh, Norse mythology yeah, and all that sort of stuff. And stuff. Goblins <laughs> are always portrayed as...
0: Creepy. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. That's a bit stupid, really. Like...
2: Now, if someone decided to, uh, years later, imply that Jews are like goblins, it doesn't change what goblins are, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. it's 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 that's crazy that's but But anyway that's nuts yeah oh and another company i just found this out is in a bit of strife with Mm. their customers and Mm. are losing a lot of business and people okay so i don't know if you've heard of this company called limited run games no i haven't tell me so they they create limited run versions of games like older games and stuff and all that where you can like buy it on disc or like a special like old classic games and stuff uh, some classics, some new stuff, but they, they create, like, limited edition versions, right? Uh-huh, okay. And then you pre-order it. And, again, it's limited edition. They only make a set amount. So right. it kind of becomes a collector's item. Um, but anyway, they fired the um, community manager because uh-huh. they tweeted that they were looking forward to the Hogwarts game. Right. So some trans person who apparently fun- uh, founded BronyCon... Or whatever you know, the My Little Pony for guys, or the guys that are into My Little Pony, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pony con. Anyway, <laughs> this trans person didn't like that, so went back and found you know uh, the people come that on. they followed this is and, bullshit. All that sort of stuff, and got them fired. That's plane, ridiculous. And the company fired them. So now this company, everyone is um, that like,
0: that that is ridiculous. So that's bending over to just bullshit. Like, look, I don't care if someone, if some guy on there on the internet's like. Can get him a fuss, but you don't bend over backwards and say, "Oh, because you liked." You're looking forward to Hogwarts legacy. You're a bad person. You you don't deserve to have a job. That's just ridiculous. In, in fairness, that could they could probably sue for that because that is a mainstream game. I know there is a lunatic fringe element that you know um, sort of like just hates everything to do with Harry Potter now, but they're but in the mind- it, mono- it, minority. It's
2: like getting fired today because you like. Um lovecraft yeah yeah yeah, yeah he was a racist back in the day do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. like imagine if you're like man i love lovecraft and someone goes oh my god he was a racist fire that man because but i do not think anything jk rowling
0: said god. was that bad anyway i honestly believe that
2: i'm just using that as an example yeah. like it doesn't matter whether you are in like mm. it's you've again these people need to you know look she's going to be rich regardless okay? yeah yeah
0: she's fucking loaded
2: even if no one buys any more harry potter from yeah, yeah. today onwards Yeah. She is still a millionaire.
0: She's loaded, man. She's absolutely loaded.
2: The only thing you're doing is stopping these other people from making money off of her property. Yeah. Right? You're stopping uh, the studio. This studio could have a success on their hands. Yeah. Which could lead to another game and another game. And now these people employ, employed. These people have a secure job. You are stopping that because you want to stick it to a millionaire who is not going to field your... Your, your oh, it's all—it's gar-
0: all, it's all stupid, dude. It's just—it's all—it's just garbage, basically. If I have to put a word to describe it, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's nuts. We've gone nuts. And but, you know
2: what? If—if yeah. if you don't want to buy it, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, don't buy it. Like, open, fine.
0: Like, but don't you buy don't it. get
2: to tell other people that. I'm not buying
0: Marvel. it. I'm not a big Hogwarts fucking legacy fan, but I'm not saying other people can't. Oh, I don't know,
2: Dave. It's an open world game. <laughs> might like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might. But no, I haven't. Like, in, so, I'm, I'm sorry to Harry, Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling. I very much admire what J.K. Rowling did. I think she's fantastic. I just haven't read them myself. I have seen a few of the movies and enjoyed them, but, but.
2: Oh, I'm pretty sure if I was a kid when these came out, yeah. I think they would have probably been... Oh, I know.
0: I, no, I, I think what J.K. Rowling did as a single woman, um, you know, um, single mother, you know, rejected by so many people her manuscripts and be- made those bestsellers and became the phenomenon that it became, I I think it's a fantastic story and a, and I think she should mm. be very proud of herself. So, um, like, let's not forget that. When people are trying to bury J.K. Rowling because she dares to have an opinion... Don't forget that she was a single mother who was writing that while on the doll and really was a rags to riches tale. Like, you know, and it took off. Like, it's an amazing story. Like that's the part that should be remembered. Like that that all came from her imagination. I will say
2: this. I do think that, um, I don't have a problem with her points of view either. Like Mm. I don't, um, I I don't have an issue with her having her points of view because this is a funny thing to me. Mm. There's people who, don't know what the authors or creators' thoughts are. There's people that don't express their thoughts, right? So you sure, don't know what yeah. their beliefs are their thoughts. Sure. And some people think because they don't know it that it aligns with them. Oh <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. There's probably tons of authors and creators that do not think like you do. And do oh, not and, and fantasy's littered
0: good. with them. Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, look, and 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 look, I look. By the way, J.K. Rowling, I've got nothing but respect for her. Fantasy in general is littered with skeletons in the closet. I found out some stuff about one of my, I wouldn't even say favorite author, but an author I liked, um, Marion Zimmer Bradley, and I and I read a few of her books over the years, um, and I enjoyed them. And I found out, like, and, and honestly, I did not know this. It came out after she died that, like, she was like full on, like her husband was a full on pedophile. She full on supported him, like she believed in like child sex. Uh, really, really really bad views uh to the point now where her estate gives everything to charity like it 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 was known as well but it was all hush hush while she was alive and the second Mm. she died and like you know when information's known it was kind of pre-internet so maybe it wasn't as widely known but there's a lot of writers um with skeletons in the closet that when you hear them you're like oh my lord um you know like i'm it was so shockingly bad. So there's so much stuff that we don't know.
2: and But that's why I'd know. say, if you're a creator, just stay off the internet. Like, honestly. Like, yeah. I think, I think J.K. Rowling is entitled to her opinions and I don't have an issue with her opinions, but I think she needs to stop poking the bag. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that, that, yeah. That, that I do disagree with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your points of view are your points of view and no one should be able to change them. No one should make you feel bad for them. But at the same time, yeah. just shut up. Like, you don't have to keep engaging with these wackadoos.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? Like only, she you probably doesn't care up. though, man. You know, like she
2: probably... Um... I know, but, but her decisions are now affecting other people who are trying to, you know, do something. With, you know, you created something and that's great. Mm. And other people are trying to help you build that world as well. Keep yeah. it alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, again, this Hogwarts game could be something special, right? You mm. don't, like, it looks really good. It looks beautiful. Mm. It could be a phenomenal. It could be game of the year for all we know, right? Sure so i think you are harming that though you know what i mean you are you're harming your legacy
0: yeah she's not helping it you don't have to
2: change it. your point of view mm. just just maybe you know just go okay you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna interact with these wackadoos she probably I, just I, gets a bit sick care,
0: she probably it. just gets a bit sick of just like every time she pokes her head up there's people like calling for a fucking yeah, execution, but, that, but you
2: know yeah. what that's why i don't live on twitter and all that because no it's true if, if you live on twitter then people are going to be asking you all the time i know so you switch it off, if you delete the thing, then no one can at you, and you don't have to listen to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's true. Like, look, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, I, I, I think these people who are calling, have been calling for J.K. Rowling's head on a pike, are just nuts, basically. Like, 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 guess what? Don't buy the fucking game, and, and don't buy the book. Like, you know, a new book or whatever, or say the movie. Like, you don't have to. Like, no one's forcing you. Like, it's quite easy to like not do it but this whole like like you will never I am sure to tell these people the horse has bolted uh Harry Potter is a global phenomenon um way 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 more people have fond memories of Harry Potter than the lunatic fringe that hate J.K. Rowling you know um mm. so it's 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 going to be huge and if they make a decent game it's going to be massive Heaps of people are going to buy it as long as the game's decent fucking shitloads loads of people will buy it because it's got such a baked in audience and like people love Harry Potter like uh, so I, I, I like it's, it's such a pointless thing to do you know what I mean like the amount of people that you are reaching that go oh you know what you're a will boycott her." it's a tiny percentage of the audience it's 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 nuts so you are right J.K. Rowling probably would be wiser to say nothing but you know what she's probably sitting here with hundreds of millions of pounds thinking I don't fucking care you know like Honestly, that's probably what she's doing. She's probably sitting there thinking, these people are idiots, and they are idiots. You know, like, honestly, I, I'll say that. They're idiots.
2: Yeah, but, but you know, as they say, like, you don't have to go wrestling in the mud with these True. pigs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I feel like you're dirty. In. You know, you can wrestle with a pig, but you're just going to get dirty at the end of the day. I just think... Yeah, just it's, a, it's a
0: pointless just... debate. It's a pointless debate. Like, I agree with you there. It is, it, there's nothing to be gained from it kind of thing uh, at the end of the day. Like, there's... Yeah, it's nuts. Um, now, we had some sad news. Aftershock Comics uh, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy just before Christmas, Rich. A couple of days before. Aftershock had had quite a number of decent books. Um, probably is a real sign that the comic book market's in real trouble, that quite a niche popular publisher with, that had hired a lot of big names, well-respected work, they've gone under Rich.
2: That, that's impossible, Dave. That's impossible. What? Comics are the best they've ever been. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's 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 a it's t- t- Tell t- that to AfterShock. <laughs> no, they they must be wrong, Dave. I've yeah. been I've been I've been assured. <laughs> I've been assured by the comic uh, creators, the, the current yeah. people working in the industry. I've been assured that everything is hunky dory. So th- th- this is fake news, Dave. This is fake.
0: News. <laughs> yeah. Now apparently they are trying to trade out. I think. Um, so the chapter of bankruptcy is a kind of way to try to reorganize
2: your oh, debts. You talk about that um is it's oh, there's a comic store mm. Fuck, i'm trying to remember where uh, where it is in america mm. they've just started a gofundme maybe it's philadelphia or something right. it's the first ever comic book store in that um in that state right it was 1979 right i think it's when whatever it's now started a gofundme a crowdfunding thing to stay in business
0: Oh, there's a lot of because stores that doing are doing so world. well. <laughs> well, I guarantee that if you spoke to a lot of retailers, they wouldn't be telling you that. Um, you know, th- this is the thing. Like, you can talk all you want about, like, how well comics are doing. The retailers can tell you the real story of what it's like out there. The people who have to pay their bills from week to week, you know?
2: You know but, and people can say, oh, it's all going digital. Well, then why is Aftershock, like, declaring bankruptcy? Like, yeah. people are buying their stuff digitally. I'm sorry, it's like... yeah. You know, I, at some point, you, you they need to start being honest and saying, you know, because if they're not going to be honest, then there's no way to to rectify it. Mm. If if you're not willing to be honest about the hole that you've dug, well, mm. then you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get out of it because you're just gonna keep lying to yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well it's it's the Marvel philosophy. Just reboot after, you know, thirteen issues or ten issues. Oh, so it's not doing issues.
2: well, just cancel it and start to get at number one. Yeah, yeah, Try yeah. again. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> and delude yourself that that's a, that's really like a long term fix that's you know not gonna come back to bite you in the ass. Um, yeah, no sad news about Aftershock actually though. Um, I do wanna mention as well John Suntress's Word Balloon, um, a really good show that I always listen to. Aftershock was one of his sponsors. Um, and obviously he's lost those. So I mean, look, it, once you've uh, joined the Signal of Doom Patreon, think about uh, World well, Word Balloon because I tell you what, John Suntress does a lot of good interviews with a lot of really good creators. Um, some of which we've shared over the years, and really uh, in depth, you know, kind of fun, good interviews. He pumps, he pumps a lot of content every week. Um, and I think you know, obviously, you know, it's his main source of income. So, it, it, you know, we need to encourage... The, the, see, there's something I actually do contribute to myself because I think he really does provide a, a really good service to the coin book community. Um, now, Wednesday, Season 2. I really enjoyed Wednesday. Have you seen it, Rich? No. We watched it. I, I think you'd probably enjoy it. Um, maybe your girlfriend would enjoy it. We, we watched it. Michelle and I really thought it was a lot of fun. Like I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. And apparently Season 2... Maybe leaving Netflix, which is interesting because it was a Netflix show, but apparently there's so much interest in it that another another network may actually, you know, lobby for it.
2: Mm, uh, again, uh, what? tough. I mean, <laughs> something that's popular or, you know, is claimed to be popular, we don't have the numbers. I mean... If it's so popular then another company is willing to pick it up, then why on earth is Netflix willing to let it go? Well,
0: it was popular in the sense of, like, that it was one of their most watched shows and it had a lot of uh, press. That's what
2: they say, but then why are they willing to let it go? Well, Definitely.
0: it had a good reviews. A and, saying, like, well, if you judge popularity by, you know, one of the other measures of popularity is by the social media and people talking about it and like the reviewers and stuff, they were all very kind to it. And it was definitely a topic uh, of discussion. But again,
2: if that doesn't actually translate into viewers, it doesn't mean anything.
0: No, uh, it means something. It means that, that, that there's a product that the people like and the people are talking about it. That's worth something.
2: But then again, why are you willing to let it go? Well,
0: I think the offers for it are substantial. I, I think that's basically why. I think I think other I think it's a case of like maybe they had a one season deal and the offers for Wednesday season two are substantial. I, I believe. That's maybe. it's it's like it's it's like bidding for the T V rights for the cricket or something. Like, you know, sometimes those the value of those but rights I, I don't, go don't down.
2: have anyone that only signs for a one season.
0: Well, this is the news, Rich. What, what do you want me to tell you, man? Like, I'm, I'm going down into a... I want
2: the answers, Dave. That's what I want <laughs> from you. I want the
0: answers. <laughs> well, fuck. Like, I, I I came across a news item which said that apparently it was... Uh, here we go. Preparate- oh, here we go. So you should feel happy. Preparations for a season, second season commenced in December 2022 following a- Amazon's acquisition of MGM. Netflix announced a second season in January 2023. So it's already been announced. So... Whatever that news item was, so it stayed on Netflix. It's staying on Netflix. There you go. There you go.
2: So that, that makes more sense to me. <laughs> well, if it's that popular, then yeah, it should be staying. It was definitely
0: popular. Like you can tell when sense if if the show is getting a lot of buzz and positive reviews and everything, and everyone's talking about it, and it's in their top rated shows, then it's popular. Like you yeah, know, But as I
2: said, Dave, I don't trust the streaming services. Yeah. If you're saying something is phenomenal, it's great. Oh, my God. Everyone watching it. it was our most whatever. Yeah, we're not renewing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want, uh, Apple TV, you want it? Oh, no, no. You can have it. You can have it. I'm a bit sus then. I'm sorry. I'm very I sus. I hear about- you,
0: but this was a show, Richard, that was a water cooler show for about a one to two week period. And and like by streaming standards, that was a success because a lot of these streaming shows don't burst through the bubble into my, in mainstream conversation, but this one did. You know, this was one that rose above the pack of like, you know, there's so much content out there from all the different providers that, you know, this chick was on Jimmy Fallon, like her her dance thing went viral, blah, blah, blah. Like these are all the metrics that they use you know, to the side of something popular, it was hitting all those notes. And it was a good show. I mean, I watched it. I thought it was good. It was a lot like... You know what it was a lot like? It was a lot like the Chilling Adventures you of... You say Sa-
2: like Sabrina, then I'm not interested. It was a lot like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina.
0: It, what was wrong with Sabrina? I love Sabrina.
2: Eh, it's not my cup of tea. Jesus.
0: Just because you're just no fun, are you? You just
2: can't... Ah, I'm just not a 13-year-old girl.
0: But, like, dude, it wasn't... Like, that show... If you watch Sabrina, it wasn't for th- just 13-year-old girls. It was actually quite a funny show, you know? It's And when I say like it, not exactly like it, but it was similar to uh, that.
2: I'm sorry. I grew out of that stuff, Dave. Right. I, grew, I grew out of Casper and Sabrina. And- I love
0: Casper. Don't talk shit about Casper. <laughs> Fuck. I love Casper the Friendly Ghost.
2: You know, you Richie I just grew out of I love Richie Rich, Rich sorry, too. Of-
0: I've grown out of Richie Rich and probably Casper, but I still like Casper. It was never hot that
2: stuff, you know what was that hot stuff remember hot stuff the devil
0: vaguely yeah
2: vaguely very vaguely
0: was that casper but as a devil
2: no i mean it was like another same little shaped, same shaped head but that was a different character yeah yeah, yeah. it was a different shape character but it was a ghost
0: like thing as well
2: no he had legs and all that or like a nappy
0: Okay, wow. My memory is like super vague, but I used to love Casper as a kid. Um, Last of Us Season 1 has picked up really good reviews, Rich. And did you play Last of Us? Ever?
2: No.
0: Okay, well, one thing I'll tell you is it's a really good game. It was not open world, Rich. So there you go. That's a plus for you. It was. Yeah,
2: a- I still also prefer to play games with gameplay, though like it has to actually have gameplay for it to be it had i don't don't like to play movies
0: it had gameplay reach you're kidding yourself if you don't think last time i said i don't
2: like walking simulators that just lead you to one cutscene to another (laughs) cutscene you're so
0: picky um but anyway this this show has gotten really good reviews i'm going to be checking out this show for a review next week um my sister's husband, it is his favourite game, and I recommended it to her. I said, you've got to check this show out and tell me what you think, because I'd be interested to get his opinion, because he's like the hardcore, um, you know, the hardcore, uh, you know, kind of like lover of the game. Street Fighter Six comes out this year, Rich, in June. I'm fucking excited, man. You know I love my Street Fighter. Yes.
2: Hopefully it's good, because Street Fighter Five was a letdown.
0: I fucking love Street Fighter Five, Rich. What are you talking about?
2: It was a massive letdown, but I hate to break it to
0: you. What are you talking what about? I, I played hundreds of hours of that game.
2: Well, glad you enjoyed it. Everyone else hated it.
0: Really? I did not know yeah. that.
2: Go look it up, bro. Like, people were people 5. not happy with Street Fighter 5. Wow. I
0: love that. You remember when that game came out. I was I was fucking loving it. I bought, like, about three different editions of that game. Really? Was that not a popular game?
2: Um, so it had a very low roster, I believe, and it had online, um, online issues. Oh, wow. I, don't I know think remember. they fixed it later, but, uh, I do remember when that game first came out, a really? lot of people were not happy about it.
0: Jesus. I was unaware of that, Rich. I'm glad you shielded me from the news cause I did not know that. Um, okay. So it has street fighter five has a 77 on meta score. Wow. It has a 3.7 user score though.
2: Ouch hmm that's what I said. Like, um, it's a good game. Like, the critics were like, oh, it's a solid fighting game. But it, it's such a low roster and such bad online play that yeah. it got basically review-bombed uh, wow. by players.
0: Wow. Well, I was blissfully unaware of that, Rich, until just now. I, I no, that was all right. I, I, uh, it's
2: pass now, Dave. It can't hurt you.
0: I thought <laughs> it was, like, massively good. But anyway, there you go. But Street Fighter Five is coming out this year. I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. Fighter I, Six. Street Fighter Six. I'm I'm excited. You know, I love I love the classic characters. Give me Ken. Ken back in the arena. You know, get him going. It.
2: Mind I you, I mean they, they're there, but um, they're not the main characters anymore.
0: Who? Ryu and Ken. There are, there,
2: no, there's a new main character. far um, oh. uh, Cody is a is his name Cody. Yeah, I do know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. We'll see, but um, uh, look, it's about time that a new Street Fighter game came out. I tell you what, well, I'm ex- Luke
2: or something. I don't know Luke. Something he's. I think he's a blonde guy. He Looks a little bit like Ken. Um, kind of has their fighting style, I think, or something. But yeah, I think that's the new main character because Ryu looks like all oldy, looks like the master. Oh. Ken looks like a Ken looks like a homeless guy now.
0: Really, what's happened to his um girlfriend?
2: Oh, uh, who knows? She's probably dead or left him.
0: <laughs> Left him. She's dead. In a, she's in an alley somewhere with a needle and her arm. Um, what about um Mortal Kombat? It feels like a, I'm ready to fucking rumble again with Mortal Kombat, dude. You know I love my Mortal Kombat.
2: Mm, yeah, but there's nothing, nothing new on
3: that.
0: Let's fun, let's right? well slow down, Rich, because you've been wrong before. Um, let's just look. Type in Mortal Kombat. What number are we up to, Rich? Are we up to 13? What? I was like
2: Guile. I think Guy was my favourite-looking character. He
0: was good. He was good. He was good in Street Fighter. I love Fighter.
2: that fucking hair. That hair was just phenomenal.
0: Mortal Kombat 12, <laughs> yeah? That's the that's the new one? The, the, or we'll... uh,
2: if there is one, sure.
0: Let's have a look here. Uh, Mortal Kombat 12. No, nah, I'm just seeing stuff like characters we'd like to see. All yeah, no
2: there's, no, there's no announcement on um, Mortal Kombat,
0: mate. Why? What, why is there a delay on this kind of stuff, man? You know, like, uh, do people just not want to give me what I want? Yes. Is the next game a sequel? If you call Injustice or MK2 sequels, then likely. MK12 sequels, then likely.
2: What? Uh, so don't... Okay, now, just remember now that M the end of Mortal Kombat 11 was a reboot, eh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Where
2: Liu Kang became the the guardian of the realm. Yeah. <sighs> Over from Fuck, right
0: that in. final fight was hard. That, that was really hard for me to win that fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know,
2: I know. You finished it like, I think, months and months after I. <laughs> oh,
0: I really struggled with it. Like, it was so hard. They like, made it so hard. Like, they've got to remember some of us, you know, we're just humans. We're not like fucking robot fighting machines, you know, like.
2: Uh, it's fighting games, bro. Sorry.
0: Yeah, but anyway, i got through it, so I've got that to hang my hat on. Um. So, what's your what you comment? It's a reboot. So, what?
2: Well, no, not a reboot. So it's a... uh, Yeah, kind of like a... um, It's a reboot slash continuation. Mm. So by the end of the game, you kind of... You rebooted time, but with the reboot, uh, Liu Kang still remains the Guardian. And then remember, he goes and he selects uh, the the first Kung Lao again. Mm. So I think if there's going to be a Mortal Kombat 12, I think the main character now will be Kung Lao. And they start in from... Like probably like the first Mortal Kombat again, you know what I mean? Not the first one as in from the game, but the first one law wise or Oh, like back in wise. the day. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be I really mean, that, cool. that's my that's my um guess. That'd
0: that's be my... cool, man. Yeah, wow. I like your guess, Rich. But you but everything I'm looking online is is all speculation.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. As I said, there's been no I don't even know if they know what they want to do with the game yet, which is why... Not- but
0: isn't that fucking complicated? Like, it's a fighting game.
2: Like, really? Actually, if- there's a Capcom fighting game that I would love for them to do a reboot of, um, is uh, Rival Schools. I yeah. don't know if you're familiar with Rival Schools. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, was a, I fucking loved that game back in the day.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... I'd like to see Sub-Zero get back in the ring, you know, so we all want something. Um, ah, that's boring. That's oh, gi- give, give us a break. Four different Mortal I know <laughs> I know. he's a, uh, a cheap character. He's Dion's favourite character, Sub-Zero, but it is fun to see Sub-Zero get involved. Bring back Cabal, my favourite. Um, now, uh, and obviously Nightwolf needs to get much more of a run than he's been getting recently. Jesus Christ, Nightwolf has been getting scraps in recent years. Um, Paul Mescal is to star for Ridley Scott in Gladiator sequel so there's going to be a sequel to Gladiator Rich not starring right. Russell Crowe um, it's about time we re-entered the realm that. what's that?
2: he's too old and fat to do Gladiator well he also
0: died in, in Gladiator 1 spoilers
2: you know, yeah, but I'm saying even even if they wanted Russell Crowe, or let's <laughs> say they were going to do like a prequel sequel type thing, he's too fat and old now.
0: He could play one of the fat nobles now, the fat <laughs> Roman nobles, like up you know up in the oh definitely yeah, like with a toga on, like eating some grapes.
2: Well, he could look exactly like he did in uh, Love and Thunder.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He could just take that costume design and uh, re replay it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino says his Star Trek movie will absolutely be Pulp Fiction in space. He was just talking trash about Simon Pegg, who said it wouldn't be. He's like, no, it definitely would be the characters. would be swearing, <laughs> they'd be carrying on. I'd have Samuel L. Jackson going crazy, blah, blah, blah. He was just talking up. I don't think he's got any intention of making this movie, do you? No. Yeah, he's just talking trash. Um, do you really believe he'll retire after a certain number of movies? I don't believe that at all, I, I think.
2: He, Cause apparently he's like, um, I think he would. Yeah. Um, I think what he would do is he would still write books. you mm. would probably just write, um Like he probably continue to do stories and, and, but just maybe do them as novel form instead of, um, uh, but why? Well, I think because I think he's the type of person that, that thinks about his legacy. Mm. And I think he really wants to have this legacy of like, that's his set movies. And like, mm. Uh, it's you know he it, it's what he set out to do. It yeah. shows his evolution as a movie maker, and then he he ended it on his terms. And you know he can still do TV, and he can do as I said, write novels. And sure. Stuff. He's, he's going to keep himself, but I think he just wants like that to be his legacy. He wants to be known as the director that that set out to make this many movies and did it, and then yeah. Yeah. you know, and and that's his legacy, and and there's no blemishes on it as so far. Not know many know I mean?
0: missteps, like, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah.
2: So, I, I, and he strikes me as a kind of, he's just wacky enough to go through with it, so...
0: Yeah, fair enough. You know,
2: and he's definitely not hurting for money.
0: <laughs> no, he's not hurting for cash, that's for sure. No, he's definitely not hurting for cash. Oh, you know what i like to see him do? Like a Heat-style movie. Kind of a slightly more serious movie, you know? Um, I'd like to see him do something like Heat, but like, set maybe set in the 90s or set in the 70s, but like a really kind of like full-on movie like I that. I don't
2: think he can because I think he's too funny. Yeah. His humour will always just come through. Yeah. In his movies, because all of his movies are not funny movies. Like, they're not comedies. No. But it's just... But he's just the way that his sense of humour is, his dark sense of humour, that they're still funny. Yeah, yeah. They've got elements um, elements of humour no, in them all. He also. could try, but I think it would seep in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I think it would still seep in, even if he tried to do something like Heat.
0: Just talking about Heat makes me want to rewatch it. Jesus Christ, I love that movie. Um, it's probably my favorite Al Pacino performance, honestly. I, I just, I have a lot of performances by Al Pacino. Dog Day Afternoons, another probably up there, but I, I always think that he really, he excelled on that, uh, on that, with that movie. I just, I just felt in Heat, he was fantastic. What's your reaction on Heat, Rich? Are you a big Heat fan or, or not? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I it's not it's not up there for me like it is for you, but it's definitely a good movie. It. It's a movie that I that I definitely enjoyed when I watched it and um um if it was to come on I would watch it again.
0: Um kill it come on my house I have lady, nothing. Lady. I have
2: nothing negative to say about the movie. It's it's a very good movie.
0: Knowing you, that's actually a fucking win in itself that Richard doesn't have anything negative to say. Jesus Christ. Like you've trashed so many franchises and games in this in this one episode, Rich, I'd forgotten I, I'm still stunned, and, and I'm actually proud but of you that you play Ghost I, of Tsushima.
2: I just have to say, I if I have such high standards that if you make it like then that, that's that's an achievement, and yeah. I think you know people can hold their head up and say, "Oh my God, Richard actually likes <laughs> my thing!" Like, he's so hard to please. <laughs> uh, but see,
0: I, unfortunately for me, it's I just awesome. feel I just feel like I almost have no standards sometimes. Like I, <laughs> I sometimes no, some honestly. Sometimes I'm listening to a song, and I think, I don't even really like this song at all. Like, at all. Like, why am I listening to it? And i will be watching a movie, and I'm like, I'm not even enjoying this at all. Like, like, I can't even put my finger on it, but, like, nothing's enjoyable about it. Like, sometimes with songs, I've sometimes been listening to a song, and I'm like, do I even like songs? You know, like, the process of someone singing, sometimes I'm like, do I even like it? Like, it's just, it's on. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a weird trail of thought, but there are moments when I think that I'm just like it's just so lame. i like it's so lame. Someone's just singing a song, and not even a particularly good song, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing ever." I'm like, "Is it?" Like, <laughs> anyway, let's, let's not get involved in my internal fucking mirrors where I start question have standards, Dave. Yeah, I guess I do, but they're very low, man. You know, like they're low standards sometimes i think I like low culture i think it's my problem you know what i mean like i look, think i am mean, a fast food I, I guy do,
2: it's yeah well i was gonna say look it's it's not or it's not just a, it's not a blessing like yeah. um it is also a curse because it does mean that i don't maybe watch as much or listen to as much as other people do because i'm you know quick to be like hey, i don't like it i don't like it but in saying that the stuff i do like i hold in a very yeah, I regard and you know like what I just watched uh Galaxy Quest again the other day. Great movie. And that movie is yeah, Love like it. that to me is like that's the bar for me. Like and if memory. you can't if you can't get close to that bar, I just really have no interest in mm. in in watching or, or wasting my time. Is
0: yeah. Something I want to get into is Assassin's Creed comics. I just on <laughs> that probably mm-hmm. proves your point. Like I'm just like. I,
2: a lot of, a I, I guess it's i i'm not saying that you don't but i'm just saying like i, I also value my time a lot and yeah. um because it's just like th- there's so much right obviously sure. we do the show i've got to i've got to do the stuff for the show you know do the research go do the reading all that sort of stuff mm. um i've got to spend time with a girlfriend i've yeah. got to work. do my own stuff i've got to work you know and a lot of the times i got to do extra you know overtime for work and and mm. you know Always helping out, so I feel like because I have a limited time, I'd rather want to spend it with something good.
0: Yeah, it's a good philosophy, man. A it's great philosophy. Using my time and
2: not something where I'm going to afterwards I go ugh. Wasted my time, I want my two hours
0: you, back. You, you don't want to hear me in the car where a song's on. I'm like, do I even like this? Do I even like singing? Like, you know, like... Do I even like singing? Like, you know, like I am mean, <laughs> like Do I even
2: like people's voices? <laughs>
0: yeah, like, seriously. Like, would I prefer to be in silence? You know, like, these are the kind of thoughts that go through my head. Anyway, um, moving on from that, Bradley Cooper is to star uh, in a Mac Bolan movie. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, the Executioner series of novels, I like these. Um, yeah, Todd Phillips is going to direct and the novel adaptation. I hope this happens, because I love a bit of Mac Bolan. Um, a big influence on The Punisher, actually, these novels, back in the 70s. Uh, I'm not sure if there's ever been uh, like a movie about it. I don't think there has. Maybe, uh, maybe there has way back in the day. But, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh very, sort of, like, tropey. I, I hope they do it as a period piece back in the 70s. Um, I definitely think they should. Mm. Um, yeah.
2: Can I just say, this is what I mean, like, uh, I, th- this is what I kind of like to hear. Mm. Um, not so much like the Bradley Cooper, it doesn't really matter who they get. But I just feel like we are remaking the same shit and the same properties mm. over and over today when there is so much untapped and unmined yeah. um, properties from the last fucking what 100 years mm. you know what i mean just i mean you can go further than that but let's just say the last fucking 100 years right 1900 mm. or whatever 1920 to now there's so much properties to mine right mm. there's so much novels so many like old franchises maybe that that deserve a, a remake or a reboot but instead we keep rebooting and remaking the same shit. stuff over and over and over and the over the same and, shit and yeah and you know what and and that's what hollywood and that's what like entertainment has lost sight of is like Yes, we like that stuff, but we also want new stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, I love Ghostbusters. Doesn't mean I want another, the third reboot of the Ghostbusters, because you're trying to get it right. No, I'd actually prefer that you maybe found something else mm. to make instead of trying to, you know, um, bring a corpse back to life, so to speak. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying, Richard. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, Because this... if something's a classic, then people can go back and watch it. Yeah, you know, but if something was maybe not a classic, mm. then you know, but but it's good. But maybe you know, it just it didn't resonate at the time, or mm. you know, it, it didn't have the budget. Then remake that. Give that an opportunity to, to to have a second chance. If Ghostbusters is such a good movie, anyone can go back and watch it and enjoy it. Like mm. it's it, it's you know what I mean. It's not. It's it's not unwatchable. These old classics. Oh no, yeah. Oh, yeah. not unwatchable well they've I mean, never
0: topped in my opinion they've never topped the original Ghostbusters movie I mean
2: no I mean god even the second Ghostbusters movie wasn't as good as the no first I agree it's I... Good and enjoyable but it's yeah. not as good as the first one and it's all been downhill from there so just if you're going to spend that time and that money rather at least try out something new that yeah. might be more or not more successful but just as successful or popular or something but you know yeah, no. Well, because I, mean, I feel like I, like when thinking of, like, if I was to talk to these people, I feel like I'd just be talking to a wall.
0: Well, they don't care, man. They, all they care about is, is money in the bank, so there's a reason they reboot, you know, things. Like, like, dude, it won't be long before... Like, they'll get to everything. They they did it with Magnum PI, and it was the most flavourless remake of all time. You know what I mean? Like, they, oh. took, they took all the names... And they just—it was just so stale. But the, but they're like, oh well, we've had multiple seasons, so I guess it's a success. Well, I guess like you, you you've provided content. Quantum Leap isn't too bad, uh, actually. I would give you—we watch it. Um, it isn't too bad, Rich. I think as a Quantum Leap fan, you'll probably enjoy the remake.
2: Okay, but here, okay, now I don't have a, an issue with them doing a remake of, say, Magnum PI and all that, right? Because uh. Yeah. TV stuff can sometimes feel a little bit more dated Mm -hmm. because one is already a lower budget. Sure. Um, And also um, um, even movies back in the day were still done letterbox, Mm -hmm. you know, because they were made for cinema and old TV. um, It it does look a bit weird on big TVs, you know, because it's a square. Mm. So it, it, you know, the ratio is a bit off. I don't mind you remaking TV stuff necessarily if you're like, hey, let's do. It. But what I would prefer that you do is modernize it, um, uh, so that it feels different. Mm. Like, um, uh, Hawaii Five O is is actually quite different from the original. Oh, movie. I love I love the the, 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 the Yeah, The original yeah. one, you've got the guys in the suits, you know, yeah. suit and tie. And it's all very like you know um, they're a bit more clean cut, whereas these ones they're a bit more like shirts open with a rough and top, you know what I mean, with a rough guys, you know, ex military, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 a it's got the same name but it's got a different feel to it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like and and that's what I prefer. Whereas this yeah the problem with this Magnum guy they had the wine shirts and the cap and the lembik and it's like yeah you're just trying to do yeah an inferior version of Magnum. Exactly
0: they they were it was exactly that's exactly right yeah and it it sucked basically um it it really it just it at the end of the day it just flat out sucked and they should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> um there was uh you like this Borderlands game don't you the Borderlands I uh,
2: uh, Borderlands 1 2 Handsome Jack yes Borderlands 3 hell no
0: okay well they're doing a i think a a, a movie about this um yeah, so um, basically, what happened is Eli Roth is um, directing it, but Tim Miller has come over to lend a hand for two weeks uh, of reshoots because Eli Roth was busy with his uh, Thanksgiving, his horror movie. Roth has not been fired, despite a flurry of speculative reports to the contrary. Uh, just for those who don't know, and I haven't played Borderlands, uh, in the film, in the movie, Lilith, played by Kate Blanchett. Uh, who just won? Oh. Who just won? She plays um, Lilith, and she just won a Golden Globe for Tar. Uh, is an infamous outlaw with a mysterious past, reluctant returning to her home planet of Pandora to find the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful S.O.B. Atlas. Lilith forms an alliance with unexpected team. Roland, played by Kevin Hart, one of your favorites, Rich. Oh
3: um,
0: no! Um, uh, a former elite mercenary now desperate for redemption. Tiny Tina, played by Arena Greenblatt. A feral pre uh demolitionist. Uh, Krieg, uh, played by Florine Matutio uh, Tina's muscle-bound rhetorically challenged protector. Tannis is played by Jamie Lee Curtis, the scientist with a tenuous grip on sanity. And Claptrap is played by one of your favourites, Jack Black, a persistently wise-ass robot. These unlikely heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to find and protect the missing girl who may hold the key to unimaginable power. The fate of the universe could be in their hands, but they'll be fighting with something more, each other. Oh, my God, what a terrible way to end that summary. Um, Rich, you've obviously played the games. You've got an opinion. How are you on the castings, and will you watch the movie?
2: I Look, I don't have an issue with the Jack Black um, mm. because Claptrap is annoying. And, uh, Jack Black, no, no, Jack Black, he, he can be annoying. He's very good at playing those Yeah, yeah. actors that are likable, but annoying. So that's fine. I don't have an issue with Jack Black, mm. but Kevin Hart as a big burly muscle bound mercenary dude. No, yeah, I knew you'd be unhappy with Kevin Hart. No. And also Kate Blanchett as Lilith. No, no, she's too old. Um, right. Um, like I don't look. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying like she's an old hag, but like Lilith should be played by probably someone in their twenties.
0: Right, and Cate Blanchett would be, or she be around my age, I would think. Before I would say somewhere. she's about fifty, yeah. or pushing fifty. Anyways, she just like, won a like, Golden yeah. Globe, though, Rich. She's just fresh off a Golden Globe. She won no, no.
2: She's a good actress. I don't have an issue with her. I'm not saying that she doesn't have the acting chops. I just don't think she's. I don't think she, it's like. You know, it's like when you cast a thirty-year-old to play a high schooler. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I understand. I just don't think she fits the look. I guess that she
0: brings name recognition to the project. Like, I mean, but I mean,
2: already Kevin Hart would bring name recognition. I mean, he's, um, I would say he's way more famous than, um, um, he's more pop, he's more popular. I mean, Cate Blanchett is a a movie buffs uh, person, but Kevin Hart is the is the is the lower denominator, big name. You know what I mean? Like. Um, everyone knows who Kevin Hart is.
0: Mm. Yeah, true. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, now, a Fatal Attraction series starring Joshua Jackson, um, from Fringe and Dawson's Creek is launching uh, a TV series, but, you know, obviously based on the original movie, which was a great movie, Fatal Attraction, back in the 80s. Jesus Christ, that was a fucking rude wake-up call. Um, but yeah, what oh, are that's
2: you... the, the the bunny boiler, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, TV series band with this chick like going fucking nuts. Um, which was basically the storyline. Like, not uh, for me. I mean, wow,
2: it's it... a good movie, but I I'm not interested in a TV show.
0: But... A TV show is really going to string it out. Like,
2: yeah, it's just too much. A movie, I think, is what's perfect.
0: I think I read somewhere that they're going to blame it more on the guy this time, of course. <laughs> Like, he doesn't get his comeuppance in the fucking film. It's like like
2: someone looked at the movie and said, you know, I think people missed the point. She wasn't the bad guy. (laughs) She wasn't
0: the bad guy. She wasn't the nutcase. Look, he did bang her, like, I assume out of I forget the plot, but I I think he was in a relationship. He had a one-night stand with uh, Glenn Close, who then went fucking psycho, like, you wouldn't believe... Um, she went right off the reservation. Yeah, in
2: but to be fair, both men and women do that. So I mean, sure. I mean, look, like, that's my point. Here's the here's the, here's the thing. You could do a Fatal Attraction. Well, okay, you've done it before. They've done it with like <laughs> Cape Fear. With what's the Julia Roberts movie? Um, yeah,
0: yeah I, like, Sleeping with like, the know, Enemy.
2: Sleeping with the Enemy, like. It you know, um it's kinda of been done. Like this fate attraction where there's a guy with well, a stalker. It's all been
0: done. The stalker guy. Yeah, I
2: mean Christ, even even the latest movie The Invisible Man is, is a fucking fatal attraction just with the Invisible Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I read that actually, that apparently the Invisible Man's just like a massive massive voyeur and stuff like um... Oh yeah,
2: he's just, he's 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 basically an abusive boyfriend who Jesus is is basically just like um fucking with her. A yeah he was, he's making her life hell because it's his ex and you know he wants to make her life hell that's basically fatal attraction. so yeah i don't know i i i guess if you enter that sort of thing good for you but i mean i'm i've seen too many that i don't really care yeah i don't think i'll be
0: battling my way through a series i think that i, I honestly <laughs> think that's that you know i've seen the movie well, yeah, to, okay. be
2: fair, to these days the series is like what six to eight episodes
0: oh yeah it's only a short series yeah.
2: oh if anyone's interested by the way if you have uh, uh, Xbox, mm. and you have Game Pass and all that. Mm. You can get, and if you don't have Apple TV already, you can get the, you can get three months free. Mm. I just signed up for that, so I got one week and three months free of Apple TV thanks to my Xbox Game Pass.
0: Oh, that's pretty or, cool. Yeah, or, that's, um, that's yeah. yeah cool. My monthly
2: fee, whatever I pay. So.
0: And do you watch that on an Apple TV device or? Uh,
2: I signed up for it, and I've had a look at it, and there's really nothing other than other than the Charlie Brown stuff. I want to watch the Peanuts stuff um yeah. there's nothing on there that doesn't look too pretentious
3: yeah
0: yeah
2: That's shit everything on apple tv looks like it's for arty farty wankers
0: right yeah i mean there's nothing on there that i've ever thought man i need it you know
2: no but i mean i, I thought to myself oh shit i got three bucks let me go have a look and i did hear that the peanuts stuff the old peanut stuff was on there mm. like they somehow got the rights to it so i do actually want to go and watch all those old sure um charlie brown stuff so i'm going to use my three months for that but no there's nothing on there that i'm like oh my god yay, i can watch it now
0: Well, are you ready for something that I think you're going to be all over? Uh, After a brief logo tease the other week, Paramount Plus has premiered the first trailer for Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, Rich. Uh, A musical comedy series that serves as a prequel to the iconic 1978 uh, musical adaptation Grease starring Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta, which was such a fantastic movie. The series will begin in 1954, four years before Danny and Sandy had their summer nights together and the T-Birds and Pink Ladies reigned supreme at Rydell High. In the series, four fed-up and misfit high school outcasts band together to form the first high school clique. A girl gang who spark a moral panic that will change right or high forever. I am a massive fan of Greece, and uh, but even I am like, hmm, unsure. Um, it is a musical though, which is good. I think they're going for that glee. Well, it has to be a musical. You know.
2: It's fucking Grease.
0: I know, but like, I uh, like, yeah, I, I guess. But like, um, I surely Danny Zuko is going to be in it. Do you think, Rich? Do you think? Uh, I mean, they're going to have to have people to play off, you know. I, I like the pink ladies, like, um, whatever her name was. I'm Rizzaro. sorry, when
2: I, when, whenever I've seen Grease, I mean, I'm not a big Grease fan, but when it, when, it, when I saw the movie, I didn't sit there and go, I really need a backstory about these fucking pink ladies, like... I mean,
0: but they're pretty good in the, in the movie, you know. I they're,
2: think they're fucking annoying. <laughs> 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 they're so cringy, man.
0: They are pretty bad, yeah. But anyway, like, it's happening, so deal with it, um i'm not sure it's going to be a huge hit i'll say that i i just question have they left it a bit too long you know oh Um, just a
2: bit just a bit
0: it's only been like 50
2: years but but you know what this is what i've been going back to they keep you know what i mean like you you know you know what's really good about la la land it was new it was a new musical Mm. you know uh, and and it was new Mm. like you, you can if you want to do a musical do a fucking musical but do something new man It's the same with, like, Disney. mm. All Disney's doing right now is doing live fucking action interpretations of their movies. They don't even change in the movies. It's the same goddamn story. I know. Just in live action. And it's like, everything is so lazy now, man.
0: I've got a question. Do we have the technology? If they paid the estates, could you do a new Rat Pack movie with Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and Sammy, and Joey Bishop, and I guess Peter Lawford? Could you... Do they have the technology to actually do it, so that they're playing, sort of Sinatra's playing himself and and everything like?
2: Yes, I, but it wouldn't it, it wouldn't look a hundred percent.
0: Okay, but we could get there one day, so we could have full new movies with like Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and stuff.
2: Um, I mean, yes, I guess if for some reason you really want that, I want it. I mean, it wouldn't be them. So, but could they sing it and be, stuff? It would be a computer that would be trying to. Uh, Guess how they would deliver the line? Or could or, you do it though? Like,
0: could, could 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 you do it? Like, based on we know how Sinatra acted in. Well, like, they, did it, with, they did it with
2: they did it with uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but it sucked. You yeah, know? but my point is that you could still do it. I just said yeah. it's not it's not a hundred percent, but you could technically do
0: it. I what I want. I tell you what I want, Rich. This is this is what I want. You know, before like the end of next year. I want a proper movie set in the 60s about the Rat Pack going through the whole 60s and with like musical interludes and everything. It could be like a four-hour movie. And following Frank's story in the 60s, -60s, mid-60s, Dean's story, you know, getting the talk show and stuff, and Sammy as well. And having them all do musical skits together and stuff. And have them acting themselves. So it's 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 a documentary, really. Not, not a documentary, like a fictionalised documentary, whatever you call that, you know.
2: You want Elvis.
0: Yeah, yeah, but more detailed than Elvis.
2: No, no, but that's what you want. You want, like, a biopic. Yeah, 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 um, but, but I want... But with musical numbers and, and like, um, artistic interpretation and all that sort of stuff.
0: No, that's almost what I want. What I want is Elvis... But instead of an actor playing Elvis, I want Sinatra playing Sinatra. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's not an actor, Austin Butler playing Elvis. No,
2: I know. But my point is you want Elvis, but you want the technology so that they play themselves.
0: Yeah. And I want it longer because one of my criticisms about Elvis was I felt it felt too compressed. I want it to be bigger and longer and kind of less fantasy. Um. Like, I want stuff like late at night, Frank late at night singing. He might do a song in his apartment, you know, in his apartment. When I say apartment, I mean, like, his mansion. And he's, like, talking about Sammy or something, and he starts singing and doing a song. One for my baby, one for the road. And then you'll have Dean Martin, you know, on the show performing and stuff like that. Like, I want the whole story of the Rat Pack through the 60s played by them, you know, and, like... I just feel like can we fucking do that? Like could someone please get the technology instead of giving me fucking like fucking Luke Skywalker, can we have that? And and they've got enough recording as a Sinatra that surely they can get the um, lip syncing to go so he can sing Strangers in the Night. I'll
2: I'll pass things. Why? It'd be great. No, because it's it's <laughs> an empty hollow computer pretending to be i want nah, it that's no nah, i want too, it man i want it that, that's that's like the definition of like hollow
0: <laughs> this is what i want and I also while i'm there i also want them to do an assassin's creed movie that's just gameplay massively upscaled of the game as a movie you know so like i think you know like they could make it a bit less clunky when people are talking and stuff like you don't have to show the dialogue tree and stuff but like That's the kind of shit I want. That's the next level I want, like full immersion, you know? Like, and then the movie ends and Frank might turn to the camera and say something, you know? And then there's a second movie, like maybe the second half of the 60s and then the next movie is the 70s and blah, 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 you know? Um, That's kind of what I want, man. Like, I'm I'm, I'm beyond now wanting storylines about stuff happening. I want reenactments. You know? I want Frank getting the call about JFK. And Frank, you know, that his son was kidnapped. And all that kind of stuff. We don't get enough of that kind of stuff. Are you like what I'm putting down, Rich?
2: Uh, as a movie, sure. As a robot acting, no.
0: <laughs> so you're saying you'd still want a guy playing Frank delivering those lines. I, I could also live with that. If someone could pull off a good enough Sinatra. But I've never seen anyone... Who could play Sinatra? I've never seen an actor and I thought, man, he'd be a good Sinatra. You know, I think Sinatra set the bar so yeah, high.
2: But just because you haven't seen it, doesn't mean there isn't. I mean, I thought Austin Butler did—he uh, did a good job, pretty good job of he did a playing good job. Elvis. No, mean, he did a good job. It's not perfect, but I mean, damn close to. So, I mean, just because they haven't found the right person doesn't mean that it's not possible.
0: Sure, you'd prefer that over at the computer.
2: Well, it just—you get a better performance. As I said, the problem with a, a computer is that it's. A computer d- doesn't have heart and soul. They can't read a line and then go, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Like, how mm. about how about I deliver the line this way? Or, mm. you know, what, what if I put, like, the com- unless you tell the computer to do that, mm. it's not really acting. Like, no. it's just the computer doing what you tell it to do. But it would know the
0: mannerisms of Sinatra.
2: No, you, you see, that's, but again, it's. I'm just putting that there. I don't know. I I wouldn't want a one-for-one. Like, as I said, like, with the Luke Skywalker stuff, I'd prefer that they just recast. Like, if they're going to do it, just recast it. Because I'd rather see an actor give me a performance than uh, a robot face give me its correlated data performance of what they think it should be.
0: Yeah, you know what? And maybe I just need to get over it that I just can't picture anyone else playing Sammy and Frank and Dean. I just can't in my mind I just can't see anyone scaling those heights. But, you know, I guess someone has to be the first to try, you know. I guess it's been tried before. Ray Lietta played Sinatra. Uh Joe Mantanga played um Dean Martin very well. And no, but
2: I mean I again I would probably not go for a big name actor. I think one of the things that helped um that Austin guy, Austin Butler mm. Is that he's not a massive name? No, I never heard. You of him. know what I mean. Yeah. So it's 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 easier to to believe their performance. So if you're going to do something with those guys, I would almost kind of go for not necessarily known names, but not big names. Mm. Because when when you got you've seen Ray Liotta in so many things, mm. that it's hard not to just see Ray Liotta playing yeah, um, uh, Frank Sinatra. So I, I, if they're going to do it, just find really good actors that. Close, then get as close to the part as possible, and and then it's a bit more believable.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's pretty decent, man. Um, good points, and I guess we'll have to wait and see. And you know, I'm still waiting. Um, how about this? Marvel Studios is reportedly eyeing Adam Driver for Reed Richards in the upcoming reboot of Fantastic Four. That's a terrible. That sounds like an odd decision. I I don't mind Adam Driver, but I'm not sure he's the right person to um you know do do this you know
2: no i I agree again i don't have any issues with adam driver either like as i said like i i even though he's in those terrible star wars movies i don't blame him Mm. um that's the thing i don't blame the actors i don't blame any of the actors even even um, that daisy chick who's a terrible actress Mm. i don't blame her she didn't hire herself she didn't write her dialogue um, or or coach herself, so I don't blame any of the actors. I think I think Adam Driver is actually a good actor. He is. Yeah, I've seen him in things where I, I, I just, just don't see him as Reed Richards. Like that's mm. just not that's not how I picture Reed Richards.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't say it. I think it's a weird cast casting decision. Uh, Nicholas Cage not really down to acting Star Wars. He says, "I'm a tricky man. I'm, I'm on the Enterprise. That's where I roll." Um, so, Nick Cage, uh, for once, turning down a potential role, and, um, you know, I mean, I could see him playing a Star Trek villain, for sure. I think he'd be fine. You know? I'm sort of surprised he hasn't done more villain roles, where he could play that big personality, you know?
2: Well, he's doing that now in that, uh, Renfield one, so that's Yeah, I guess. Good. I guess. Um, I don't know, um... I I love Nicolas cage, but maybe he's, ah, see, it's, I don't know if you're going to take, if you're going to take Trek back to be a little bit more campy. Yes. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? But they, 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 especially the new JJ Abrams ones, Mm. they take themselves so seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whereas I feel like some of the charm of the, the, the Shatner ones and all that is that they are a little bit campy. Sure. Um, they don't, you know, they they take themselves seriously, but not, not too seriously at the same time. Mm. It's just something that's like sterile about the J.J. Abrams.
0: You know what? I'm gonna watch before I go back to work. I'm gonna watch Into Darkness, um, because no, so sorry, Star Trek Beyond, because that's the one I haven't watched, and that's the one that everyone says is actually alright. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. I couldn't stand Into Darkness, but it, a lot of people say that that Star Trek Beyond is actually the best one. So. Have you watched it?
2: I've seen half of it. And I know I did stop watching it because I didn't think it was that good. Okay. Well, I'm just
0: gonna, you know, just just watch it, just just, just to see.
2: No, look, everyone's got to make their own their own decisions.
0: Uh, by the way, um Conan the barbarian, um, Titan Publishing putting out new novels. Uh, Chuck Dixon is going to shortly be putting one out. Uh, there's a new one out uh, that just came out that I just purchased while the show was on. So there's out on Kindle. I think uh, I'll give you the title of it. Um, it's uh, I'm actually pretty pretty damn excited because, you know, I love my Conan. Um, I might have mentioned on the show before, Rich, that I'm a bit of a Conan fan.
1: Are um, you? Yeah. I did
0: not know that. <laughs> Just bringing up the title here of this book. Uh, God, what is it? Like, sometimes Amazon make it so hard. When you're trying to give a bit of news, uh, look, I, you know, fuck you, Amazon. Like... I try to get a bit of news for the show so I can just tell you exactly what this book is called. Let's bring it up. Um, Conan, view, order details. It was, called, it was called something like Conan, Eye of the Serpent or something. Um, and it's, it's a full-on novel. It's got like, you know, um, a certain amount of, well, obviously it's got a certain amount of words. Um, I think it had, I think it was about 472 pages or something. Conan, Blood of the Serpent, the all-new chronicles of the world's greatest barbarian. Um, yeah, so that's that's the new Conan novel that's out, man. And um, yeah, I'm mean, I'm excited to read it. And it's 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 by apparently a, a good novelist, Chuck Dixon's also got a new Conan novel that's going to be coming out very shortly. Um, we will be having Chuck on the show to talk about that novel. Um, I'm excited for it, man. Like he, he's excellent at Conan. He he knows he's Conan. Mm-hmm. I've been you know hounding him for. Uh, you know when 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 can this be released? S. M. Sterling is the person who wrote the new novel, and apparently, um, it's it's already gotten some good reviews and stuff.
2: So. Can I can I I you know what uh, I I want to ask Chuck this because um, oh. I, I I do love his Conan. I think he is very good, but I mean I would love him to go back and and do something like in Japan again or or, mm. or China. Or, you know, a, a, give us. Uh, I'd love to just have him do another action adventure set in. A different setting something yeah. that's maybe a bit more his own um sure you know like nothing gets conan but there's just so much conan and i just i just i really think chuck like i really enjoyed the the, the stuff we did of his mm. um what did he do that uh with that samurai oh yeah the hunting
0: ninja bear that was cool
2: yeah 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 and then there was also the um the one that we did for cross gen um uh, the, way the rat way of the like you that know what i mean awesome. like i just I love that. i'd love to see him do more of that stuff w- with just a different setting because mm. he does it so well i think that the, he does such good research mm. on the stuff that he knows what he's talking about that I would, i'd love to see him do more of that
0: mm. get this i just saw this thing the new south wales Premier revealed he wore a nazi costume to his 21st birthday i mean really honestly like that's unforgivable he's delivered an emotional apology but like, at what stage in your fucking life did you think that wearing a Nazi costume was a good idea? Like, the Nazis were bad twenty years ago. Sorry, Premier.
2: Well, look, you come on. Look, every everyone does edgy shit, but I mean, good God, man! If you did it when and there's no evidence, just shut your fucking mouth. Like, yeah.
0: Well, you know, he he's a clown, and of course now he's got he's trying to grovel and apologise. I, I think I look. I'll say honestly it takes a lot to offend me i think that's highly offensive i i actually think you should step down if that's the case if you're wearing nazi costumes to parties that tells me that you are not fit to govern you know unless you're governing a fucking nazi police state like
2: ah uh, you know. i look i i don't care but i think it's a, just why do people open their mouths
0: yeah, well, I didn't know about. It. I just, look, I just read it. Just look, there.
2: everyone. Look, look. Everyone makes mistakes. We all do stupid things. We all do things that. we Sure, but I've never worn a Nazi
0: costume with a swastika, so you know. You know what
2: yeah, I'm saying? I mean, t- yeah, but to be fair, Dave, Jesus Christ, like we <laughs> use Nazis for everything, man. We make movies with Nazis. <laughs> we make video games. Like we've almost kind of softened that fucking that blow. <laughs> but my point is, you may have done something stupid, right? Maybe someone like egged you on, or they, you know, they dared you, and again. I don't know how old he was when he did that. I think it was like, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? And look, we all do fucking... We can all... I'm, there's something in our lives where we all just look back... Sure, sure. It's so cringy sure, and all that. And sure. do, do I believe that he should be like, oh, it doesn't matter? No. But at the same time, I also think to myself, shut your fucking mouth, man. Like...
0: Well, he's the one who brought it up. I, uh, I, assume it I assume it leaked. I assume that I think the photo or something may have something may have leaked. I don't know. Who knows? But something happened, and and I guess the photo is about to leak, and he's probably given a deadline to apologise before they leak it to the papers. You know that kind of thing. I'm sure. Like, why else would he bring it up? You know, like I don't think he's bringing it. Like he stayed pretty silent about it for or, the last twenty then, years.
2: Or, or sometimes they they farming for brownie points to say, you know. <laughs> Look, look at me, how I've changed. I'm such a good person because I acknowledge my racism and how awful I was. But I'm a good person now. Jesus.
0: Well, I think he should step down, frankly. And maybe he should be tarred and feathered. Maybe we should execute him. Do you think, which is it, is it a firing squad offense?
2: Once again, Dave, you always take it one step before- <laughs>
0: He's there he's grovelling and whining I'm like uh uh-uh, uh that's not going to do the job he's like what do I have to step down one step further than that my friend <laughs> <laughs> line up
2: <laughs> yeah see I'm with you and then, and then you just you, you go you go that way and then I'm like maybe hey,
0: I'm may, maybe something. hand him a revolver uh, with one bullet and, and you know flip it around and say good luck Russian roulette if you survive it good for you if not game over you know, be interesting. Be interesting to get that live. You know, that's the thing. I, I, think- do,
2: I do not. I do not share the views expressed on this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, look, I'm just putting up. I'm just putting up alternate punishments. Yeah, and no, I'm
2: just putting out there that I don't condone or agree with the statements that i made on this show. You know, the disclaimer that that all the companies put up when people get interviewed. <laughs>
0: You're trying to distance yourself. Hey, I'm just saying there's got to be a little thing called consequence for this guy. He can't get a scot-free. Sure, but I don't
2: think it's a firing squad or a hanging or <laughs> or anything along those lines. I never so, said
0: hanging. I never said hanging. I, I'm I just said, saying,
2: <laughs> I said of any of those lines. I said Russian
0: roulette, firing squad.
2: Because I know if I say no, you'll say, what about a hanging? What about <laughs> a hanging?" And you're going to try and get me to agree on some level. <laughs>
0: Weekly Comics Rich. Woo. Just two weekly comics this week. Joe Fix-It one. uh Peter David, and our best wishes to Peter David, who's suffering after he had the stroke. Um, yeah, good. More Spidey than I expected. Um, it's basically a flashback to the Joe Fix-It days, which I love. Um, it's fun, but there's a lot more Spider-Man than I anticipated in a fucking Hulk story. Mm. Like, were you surprised by the amount of
2: Spidey? Uh, not really. Um, I think it's because... Um what I I, th- I think this is more of us. It's, it's hard to, to get to know Joe Fixit if we get it from his point of view. I guess.
0: Um, I know. I know I mean,
2: him well. I know him fucking well. No, I know him very well. But the readers that don't, I mean. Oh, okay. Like Spider-Man's there to sort of you know learn probably about Joe Fixit because he only knows the Hulk. Yes. He's also not like familiar with who Joe like this iteration of the. Although Hulk. he had
0: clashed with the Gray Hulk in a previous storyline so that he knew that that was the Hulk, whereas most people weren't realising that was yeah, the Hulk. Yeah, but he's
2: not, but, but I guess he doesn't understand, like, why? Like, you know, like, why is he working for the I love all these brain
0: idiot- idiots that can't put together that it's the Hulk. Like, it's that hard. Like, it looks like the Hulk, it's just grey, you know?
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, there's so many bloody monsters and, yeah. and fucking <laughs> creatures... Yeah, maybe it's hard to just keep track of who's fucking who, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't forget at one point, there was a red hawk, a green hawk, a blue hawk, a gray hawk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a she two she hawks, there's a there's 12 abominations, there's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just true. hard to keep track. Like, I don't know, I'm maybe sure. it's another fucking gray guy that looks like the hawk. Like, now I
0: will know. say this I found it was enjoyable. Look, it's inconsequential and it's for the diehard fans, but. Look, honestly, as someone who loves what I've read of Peter David's run, I've read probably the first third of his run, I've read all of his Joe Fixit, which lasts, it's shorter than you would think it is. It lasts for a while, but it's not as long as you would think it would be. Um, This was actually a nice little cap-off to the, you know, Joe Fixit era of Hulk, and uh, I was happy to see him again.
2: Um, It's good, but I, I kind of wish that they hadn't had him beat the shit out of the Kingpin in the first issue. Yeah, it was interesting that i mean he like, i'm okay kingpin. with him disrespecting him and maybe beating up the guards but i was hoping that we'd kind of maybe get like build up to a fight between the two of them even yeah. if it is a one-sided fight i wasn't expecting it to go like him have his ass kicked so obviously that means that obviously kingpin's obviously got to bring in someone bigger yeah. and stronger but i mean that's a little bit disappointing but you know uh, look
0: i mean at the end of the day kingpin is no chance against the hulk
2: yeah, know. but as Spidey says, Kingpin doesn't know that. <laughs> like, Kingpin thinks he's one of the like biggest, strongest yeah. guys. You know, on the block, basically. You know, in 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 prime. And he is like a lot of the time. You know, like mm.
0: if if you don't have superpowers, Kingpin can just
2: crush you. But that's what I thought. It'd be so funny if like Joe Fixit disrespects him, right? And then it becomes a story about you know. um, uh, Kingpin, like, trying to put him in his place and he's always been in the fight. He's like, oh, if you want it done right, you do it yourself. And then it leads to him just getting his ass handed to him. And that would have been a funny ending to the story, I guess. But thats I don't know where the story is going, so we'll have to see. Um, well, well, I think it's the, definitely he, going go it to go
0: awesome. to where you're saying someone's going to come in to um, try to take out the Hulk. Who that is. Yeah, they're
2: like, they'll hire the abomination or something. like.
0: The abomination is a bit other, obvious but, to me.
2: You know? But uh, again, if it's flashback, it's, he didn't have too many big well, maybe they yeah, but you can't really control the Wendigo. I don't know. We'll have to see. They could go for you someone outside of the hole. No, but you can't bring any of the hero characters and a lot of the villain characters maybe don't really have their faculties if they beat Wolverine? Wolverine. Again, that's a good guy. You're not gonna you know, Wolverine's not gonna work for the Kingpin. It's true actually.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um Dakin? Dakin? Mm-hmm. Wolverine's son?
2: This is before he's even born, bro.
0: Uh, this is, this is a- I've got one. I've got one. And y- 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 this would be before he comes back. Winter Soldier. When he's still Winter Soldier.
2: No. Winter Soldier wouldn't last a second against fucking
0: Grey. It'd be a good fight, though.
2: No. I'm
0: just putting it out there. as I'm pitching that one. Winter Soldier. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I mention Wolverine? Feral Wolverine. No. Feral Man, Wolverine. You
2: can hire, are you going to hire Feral Wolverine? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Cyclops. Again, you, heroes <laughs> are not going to work for Kingston. They're just going to throw out names. I can't think
0: of any villains that would be good against the Hulk. I can't think of anyone who could stand up to the Hulk. Uh,
2: I, as I said, I think it's Juggernaut. Really Juggernaut.
0: There. Yeah, it could be Juggernaut. Juggernaut. There you go. That's a good one. See, I finally come up with one. Deadpool. No. <laughs> Deadpool! Deadpool! He's a mercenary?
2: Yeah, but doesn't this take place before Deadpool's even really a character? Oh,
0: come on, you? dude. The, he can be around. You don't need to be so fucking, like, precious with the exact years. Well, like, yeah,
2: I do, okay? I do, because writers <laughs> today don't give a crap about it. Someone has to.
0: Deadpool. Deadpool... No. And uh, who was the other guy? I said Juggernaut. Your,
2: your Juggernaut was the was the far better <laughs> choice.
0: I can't think of anyone else. See, probably...
2: You hit a home run, and then you decided <laughs> to swing for a strike. <laughs>
0: but like, I also think Winter Soldier would be good. No, tactical, lame. tactical. Lame.
2: Anyway, I mean, I want to see, I want to see a big brawl, man. I don't want to see a tiny guy fight a fucking giant. <laughs> um, what
0: are you giving it out of ten? I'm giving it seven.
2: That's uh, a 6.5. Okay.
0: Um, and then we had Flash 300. Uh, Kerry Bates has run. I have been reading. Kerry Bates has run since the death of Iris uh, West. And, um, yeah, I- I'm loving it. And and we're up to 300. It was a 50-page issue. Isn't, come
2: but isn't it's two writers, isn't it?
0: Kerry Bates. And come on, Infantino is on our duties from my
2: oh no sorry we're talking about no, 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 no. sorry you're right, you're right i'm thinking of something else sorry
0: yeah um yeah so yeah i mean look this was fun this was a lot of fun uh basically this
2: is a good this is a good episode for someone who's maybe just um not necessarily this one but maybe they've just new into the flash mm. like they've yeah, they've just started getting into the flash and this is a really good issue to like really show you who all of his um Rogues. not just who all of his friends are mm. but also who all of his um villains or all of these rogues and all that sort of stuff i
0: I really enjoyed this i thought it was a lot of
2: fun um and by the way fantastic payoff um this is one of the few times like one of my biggest issues with a lot of the silver age and um and golden age and and a little bit in the bronze age but bronze age when kind of when they're sort of fixing it a little bit mm. is i hate it when the logic that the hero uses is just so stupid yeah do you know what I mean? Like, where they're like, "Oh, it's when you did this off screen, you know, off panel that made me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. solve that." And you're like, "Oh, fuck off!" Like, but with this one, it was actually a very good, um, clever way of um, how we figured it out of mm. of the the villain outsmarting himself, the, yes. the the villain getting too smart for his own good, like getting too confident, and and the when he goes like, "Well, you were trying to," so the story is basically Barry's in. Uh, covered in bandages and he's paralyzed mm. and this uh, therapist is basically convincing him that uh, when the accident happened he didn't become the flash he was paralyzed and burnt and he's been lying in the hospital and he's and you know he's in his mind he's pretending he's the flash and mm. his character blah 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 but the flash isn't real the flash is made up and all that and blah 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 but then he he goes well, how about if i bring zoom here would if if i bring zoom and i show you that he's not dead that you didn't trap him in something or whatever and that was actually undoing because as barry said by you showing me zoom mm. you've confirmed that i exist because if i didn't exist there wouldn't be a zoom yeah I was like yeah, yeah. that's fucking brilliant that's actually a, a clever way of the villain outsmarting himself in a good way that pays off i was Because I was really worried. I was was like, oh, please don't tell me it's going to be some stupid, like, I just figured it out because, you know, um, of this stupid power or this feeling or whatever that I, you know what I mean? Like, it was actually so clever that the villain was trying to get one up on him and didn't think through and wasn't smart enough to go, well, I can't, Barry. There is no Zoom because there's no Flash. Like, And can I ask a question? So,
0: Abracadabra, spoilers, is the one behind... Uh, behind it all. But um, was he t- controlling telepathically all the other villains to wear costumes no, no, no. and
2: stuff? No, no. So basically everything that happened there was just um, um, like holograms, like yeah. um, hard light holograms that he created with his uh, technology. Oh, so they weren't actually there? No, 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 no. Everything there was just all made up. No, oh! Everything was made up. The, the hospital was made up. The staff was made up. The Hal and uh, elongated man and Iris yeah. and Wally—they were all just like holograms, basically. Yeah, right. That he controlled. That he put words in their mouth. He basically, yeah, you know, wrote a script for them, so to speak.
0: Oh, right. I, including like Hal Jordan and Kid yep, yep, um, Flash. Yeah. But so, Professor. Okay, so Professor Zoom, he fully knows that um, Barry Allen is Flash and everything. That's how he knew all that stuff.
2: You mean Abracadabra? Abracadabra,
0: yeah, he knew yes. all that. Correct. And he knows Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern and everything. So
2: he was basically, um, he was using his technology and he was reading his mind. Oh, okay.
0: I see. Ah, see, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I, I sometimes, I, I misunderstood what happened. I, I, I thought he was controlling the minds of all the other villains to wear
2: costumes, mm-hmm. but it was all hard-light holograms. That's what Barry thought. Yeah. Initially, he thought, oh, these are my friends. Someone has brainwashed them or was controlling yes. them or has wiped their memory, but it, w- it was just holograms. That's pretty cool. So even the psychiatrist? Yep, everything. As I said, the whole hospital, everything, the staff. Wow. Everything. So remember, when he when he broke the illusion, the hospital disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The whole thing was just basically holograms and make-believe. Crazy. Well, it was a great issue. I'm giving it 9 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll give it 9 out of 10. Yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it. Um, And there's more flash to come in flashbacks. Uh, And I want to say shout-out to Adam the Computer. Um, Him and his wife Sarah have uh, had a new baby. Um,
2: Congratulations, guys.
0: I believe Cecilia is the name. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to Adam and Sarah uh, for the new baby and um yeah uh, just really happy for them and um all the best to them a lovely young couple now um we have our trade of the week which was my selection based on you know how they say a good cover rich can you know sell you on a book i thought the cover well, that's to...
2: why I've, I've always hated that expression don't judge oh. a book by its cover i've always hated that expression well, because it's i'm true. like that that's what you're supposed to judge it on the yeah i'm well, supposed to make you go ooh.
0: Yep, and a good cover, we all know, can sell books. And I thought the cover to Star Wars, Crimson Empire was excellent. I've always loved the Imperial Guard, what little we had of them. I I had an Imperial Guard, and I think it's often those toys you have as a child that imprint on you, you know what I mean? Like, I've always liked them. They didn't do anything, um, if you recall. In Return of Jedi, they stood there, um, you know, they just stood there kind of like minding their own business, really. But they looked cool. And this was a storyline of kind of like, well, rogue slash last survivor of the Imperial Guard who's betrayed. Um, yeah, I really thought it was, um, uh, this was a damn fine story. I, I also liked that they didn't play the guy as being an out and out rebellion sympathizer. He was motivated by revenge. He was kind of a prick. He killed the Transdotion. Is that correct, Rich? Mm hmm. Um friend and i also thought the artwork was very good in this comic it reminded me a bit of 2000 d brett ewan's artwork a little bit um and i mean a little bit there was a touch of that flair one of the most pleasurable star wars comic reading experiences outside of john ostrander that i've read i thoroughly enjoyed this book what what did you think rich
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've, I've, I'm familiar with these books and these characters and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, it is fantastic. Um, this is when Star Wars was great. Yep. Yeah. Like the, yeah. this, this is what annoys me so much about what Disney Star Wars has done, and and the fact that they didn't use any of this great stuff mm. is what people don't realize is that there is like decades worth of content about what happened after the the uh episode six mm. to like you know luke being a father and you know grand master like the the empire didn't just die right there's the imperial remnant there's uh different factions uh, which is been, cool you know yeah. there's been emperor clones there's been other people that have claimed the throne and stuff mm. and all that it's um it's it's just it's a fantastic thing of like how and by the way and they never fully got rid of the empire hey that's that's the the the, the best thing about this thing and um that that's why even in the comics uh, not mm. coming sorry in the novels mm. um even even the most recent novels before disney bought them they're still the empire the empire mm. is still a thing it's just that they've kind of worked into like a treat, like a peace treaty mm. and, and kind of like the galaxy is divided into half like you know what i mean like that's Empire cool. and, and whatever and there's a stalemate and that's why I remember in Star Wars um, Legacy yeah. uh, that we're reading is now it was divided into three because the Sith came along yeah, and they basically carved out and now there's like these three and I'm like that's so much more fascinating and interesting than what is happening in the Disney oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, oh, well, you know but I mean? they bothered in the in the storylines um, to have proper uh, you know storylines and, and payoffs mm. and factions and have a, have what they did in these comics and I assume in the novels uh, was they built a world. they continued to build the world they made it very rich they made it very compelling and it had a lot of different avenues whereas the movies, sadly those sequel movies they, they're very limited in scope you know they don't they're not really well building at all it's very surface it's it's crap basically. And it's such a shame because you read something like Crimson the Empire, which is kind of a niche side story about the Imperial Guard, but, like, man, this is a cool fucking
2: story, you know? Yeah, so, so basically this is a story of, obviously, the guys in the red, the Imperial Guard, Emperor's mm. Royal Guard, whatever you want to call them, the, the guys that you see in the red in the movies mm. that never really get to do anything. This is, like, basically uh, expands upon them. How were they chosen? How were they trained? And when Palpatine is killed and all that, um, the, the the main character, Kerr Kanos, mm. uh, basically, yeah, it's all about revenge. He doesn't care about the Empire. No. He doesn't care about the rebels. He wants to basically kill everyone who had a hand in uh, Emperor Palpatine's death and the death in his ro- in his royal guard brothers, right? Mm. Um, and that's it. He is... Um, uh, even when he's accomplished most of that, I don't want to like, spoil too much, but he becomes like a bounty hunter, but he's still... Itching to fight Luke Skywalker because he still feel you know because he still believes Luke Skywalker you know is responsible for Palpatine's death and all that sort of stuff you know he comes across Boba Fett at one point like because there's he? more to the Empire than just this Wait. no no this is. No, much later. There's Crimson oh. an Empire 2 and all that sort of stuff. Man. Oh, also... right after this. I was like, yeah. do so I I'm miss- just saying, the there's film? a lot more going on, but this just sets up the character and his motivations. I'm loving it. And I'm how loving single-minded it. minded he is. He doesn't, he literally doesn't care. He doesn't care about the girl who's making romantic eyes at him. He doesn't no, care about the person a shit that's shit about offering that. him friendship and all that sort no. of shit. He's and like, he kills nothing.
0: the Trandoshan.
2: Yeah, well, well, to be fair, he does that only because Trandoshan sort of um, jump set him. To yeah, it was like a re- it
0: was like a reflex, move. and
2: it's kind of like a reflex thing. But he kind of says, "Look, I'm sorry, but you know, yeah. don't give a fuck." Like he jumped, you know, Life's he tough. Me from, he wanted to stop me from exacting my revenge, so it is what it is. It's tough <laughs> at the top, yeah.
0: It's tough at the top, like yeah. Um, be quick or be dead.
2: Yeah. So again, this is these are the ancient characters that we've lost mm. thanks to Disney.
0: Well, yeah, we didn't even touch on them. I guess maybe the most I could say for Disney is, I guess, in some of the shows they're exploring it a bit more. They certainly didn't do it in the movies. But I feel like in some of the shows in Boba Fett, remember I got very excited about that blue guy. Um, and okay, it, There's been little bits and pieces that have been kind of cool. But overall, yeah, I, I think some of the sh- Star Wars shows have maybe broadened out the world a bit more. Um, live action, but definitely the movies didn't. Those movies, those sequel movies were fucking appalling when I think about them. Um, just terrible, really. Uh, but I really enjoyed this. Rich, we should do more um, for next week. Maybe Pick Rims and Empire yeah. too, Rich. Yeah, I'm,
2: hap- I'm happy to do number two.
0: Let's do two. Yeah, we're going to keep rolling. <laughs> Did you see Boba Fett turns up?
2: Yes. I'm excited. At, at, yeah, he has a run-in with Boba Fett in the wow. future.
0: I'd like to see those two go at
2: it. Wow.
0: How's Boba Fett back? I thought he died on Return the Jedi. Yeah. Good question.
2: No, 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 no. Sorry, Boba Fett survives... Um, I know, I know. Survives that. it is the Sarlacc it's, he survives better in the books than he did in the TV. He survi-
0: doesn't Dengar get, rescue yeah, him.
2: Dengar Dengar rescues him and all that. It's much, but he, the way he survives the Silak so like Pet is much better in Legends than it is in the Disney one.
0: How, what happened in Disney? He how did he survive? I don't even
2: remember. I don't know. I think he cut himself out or something.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's look. I really. I. It's a. It's a tight little series um i think you'll enjoy it readers and listeners check it out crimson empire one
2: um it's, to... it's, it's really good because as i said it's not just a character battle for revenge but you also get to you through flashback you get to see how these guys were trained and the things that they had to do to become the royal gods the tests that they had to pass something that's a bit um,
0: confusing is this referencing stuff that happens post return of the jedi so the storyline with the clones of the emperor has happened for sure Cause they're, yes, so this yeah. doesn't
2: this doesn't take place right after mm. um, the the last movie. This is a little while later. This yeah. is um, other stuff has happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they reference that, but it's well, it, it, it's it's explained well enough that frankly, um, it, that wasn't a big yeah, problem because
2: these royal guards are still serving the clone emperors.
0: Yes, right. until
2: one of them goes rogue and and. Um, kind of helps eliminate the clone emperors and all that sort of shit and all that so like that's where it takes place so
0: were these like when did these come out rich like roughly what year are we talking like originally like oh here we go i've got it here so it was written by mike richardson um who's the guy behind dark horse actually and ranley stradley they were originally released by he's done a
2: lot of he's done a lot of dark horse stuff he's done a lot of predator and um star wars stuff
0: okay uh, they were originally released by Dark Horse in 97 and 98 as a six issue monthly series, which were later compiled and sold as a trade payback. at sequel, Crimson Empire 2, Council of Blood, was released later in 98 and 99, which is the one we're going to be doing next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to probably stun you with my score. I'm giving it 9 out of 10. I very much enjoyed it. Oh.
2: Yeah, that's an 8 out of 10 for
0: me. Yeah, I really – I was uh, – look, I was hoping it would be good because I'm finding a lot of this Star Wars Dark Horse comics are quite interesting. I really enjoyed it, and I felt like um, – um, yeah.
2: I do, but I also find that the problem with the comics is they're a bit on the short side. So sure. um, a lot of them are, like, one-issue one, one issue stuff or, yeah. you know, just, like, filler stuff. The, but as I said, the novels is where you're going to find most of the meat and potatoes. Yeah, But the comics are good for just, like, um, as I said, just um, – uh, peripheral sort of stuff and 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 um, shorter runs. Like Got a question:
0: either. Why were Tie Fighter pilots being used as Stormtroopers? I've never seen Tie Fighter pilots be used as land based, but they were Tie Fighter pilots or running around in Tie Fighter pilot arm- armor, and they were being used as like ge- generic Stormtroopers. I was like, handed. No,
2: I think you are just confusing the Black Stormtroopers for the Tie Fighter. I wasn't
0: aware there were Black Stormtroopers.
2: Yeah,
0: when when has that ever been a thing? Um, never seen a in, black stormtrooper in my in life. This,
2: well, not in the movies, but again, this is stuff that gets added um, right later on. Um, later on, and all that sort of stuff. So there weren't many cool. black stormtroopers, but they are a little bit more elite. Um, so they're not really on. They kind of look like more, almost like special forces. Okay, um, right. So on. they they get used for like very specific things. Bang. Not really I'm, I'm on
0: it. Check this out: the shadow stormtroopers, also known as black hole stormtroopers due to their association with Agent Black Hole, were specialised Imperial Stormtroopers. Mm, their most distinguishing right. feature <laughs> was their all-black armour, a stark contrast to the typical white armour worn by other Stormtroopers, uh, provided some stealth benefits, blah, blah, blah. So, there you go. Well, well yeah, that's it.
2: They're special special commando units, basically.
0: You're all over it, Rich. You got all the answers, like
2: Think of them like Navy SEALs. They're kind of like the... I like them.
0: Oh, by the way, I'm going to be picking up that um, Boba Fett 60-inch Black Label figure. Um that's coming out uh empire strikes back uniform um yes yes please no skirt that's one thing i can't stand about the new world (laughs) effect, that stupid fucking skirt he's
2: wearing listen i can't stand the skirt and his gut (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry but when they do a a wide shot i can literally see his fucking gut like being held in by that belt and it pisses me off (laughs)
0: So the lead guy here was Karnor Jax, correct? Was that the... Oh, the villain, the bad villain. guy, yeah. bad guy, okay. Well, oh, the, K- is yeah, the... Yeah, was
2: the... the so the, was the there party.
0: only, like, a few of these Imperial Guards?
2: Yeah, 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 there weren't that many because they're only there to protect the emperors. I think there was only, like, maybe, like, eight of them in total.
0: Right, I see. I thought
2: there was heaps of them, like but no, there no, was only no. No, few. these are the guys that are literally just around the Emperor, like like they just there to protect the Emperor.
0: Man, what the fuck were they doing during Return of the Jedi? They just stood there. They didn't come and well, help. no, them.
2: they weren't because they were the because Darth Vader was there, I guess they didn't um the Emperor thought he didn't need them.
0: Yeah, they kind of just bitched out. They were just like, Yeah, peace out, i them out. Like seriously, like they never came no. in.
2: But but, okay, but you see, this is why I say, like, the one of the the good things and the bad things of like expanding the world, yeah, is George Lucas puts a lot of cool things in the movies, sure, but they're just meant to kind of be cool things, and then later they get expanded.
0: Decoration, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm kind of just teasing, like, but but I did have the Imperial Guard, I had one of the Imperial Guard as a figure, um. Because I like their design. Oh, they
2: certainly look fucking cool. cool look sure. cool.
0: Yeah, I had a, I had a Gamorrean guard as well. Um, remember the Gamorrean guards for *Return of the Jedi*? Mm-hmm. I had one of those bad boys. I was, I used to love them actually. I was a big fan of the Gamorrean guards. I, I, I was kind of annoyed in one of the recent shows where they kind of played them for comedy. I was just kind of like, this sucks. Like, the Gamorrean guards are cool.
2: Oh, they were from Boba Fett.
0: <laughs> yeah, wasn't happy with it. Wasn't happy at all, man. You know. I um, agree yeah but anyway um well look i think we've come towards the end of another show um please uh, i want to say thank you to all the listeners I, I hope you've all had a happy new year um welcome back to the show where we're back we've had a nice break uh next week will be crimson empire 2 um which is uh gracefully uh agreed to that one um please support us on the patreon if you can It'd be much appreciated um Patreon.com slash Signal of Doom. Um, for a little as a dollar per month, it really helps the show. We're proud members of The Collective. We've got shows on there such as Capes and Lunatics with uh, Lilith and Phil and Charlie. Um, you've got Ray into the night. You've got Connor at Larsons of Krypton. You've got Ghost Spider Groupies. Um, there's a lot of stuff on uh, The Collective. And you've obviously got, you know, Demons the Brian Biggie. Um, plenty of good stuff there. Rich, is there anything you'd like to announce to the audience? Are you running for election? Uh, anything no, we can help running. you just running, <laughs> just running from the law, man. That's there, it.
2: There. Got to, got to keep in front of them. That's, that's why we move in house. they I think they're onto the safe zone. So
0: do you think for there's any chance that I'll be elected to be kind of the rule of a police state in Hornsby? Cause I'd like to, imposing. Yeah, no, me. I
2: don't, I don't think so. Cause no one knows your name.
0: I'd really like to start imposing like martial law, you know, um, like tanks in the streets. Oh,
2: well, that was a good TV show back in the day.
0: Yeah, Wow, I, I don't think I ever caught. What was it called? Martial Law.
2: Yeah, but it was a it was a kung fu uh, um, TV show uh, starring uh, uh, Sammo Hong. Okay. And he played a um, a, a martial arts guy, but yeah. he was like a cop from from China, like in America, and so that's cool. what was called Martial Law. That's cool. Like martial arts martial no, arts. I've never heard of it. That's, that sounds yeah, cool. I was it was an old one from like the 90s, I think, like late 90s. Okay,
0: cool. Alright, uh, look, uh, okay, yeah, chill out guys, keep killing, um, you know, don't let the bastards grind you down and just keep it tuned on Signal of Doom for a big 2023. Good night. Yeah, we're
2: hitting 300. Boom, boom! Great stuff, Rich. <laughs>